The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. An open letter to my wife dated 25 May 2018. Congratulations on joining a special club that is unique throughout all of history. A powerful club that has amazing privileges and yet is not exclusive. Congratulations on joining a special club whose new membership is limited to those yearning to breathe free, to those that are willing to sacrifice for freedom, to those that know that life is not so dear as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. Congratulations on joining a club whose members gladly, proudly welcome a million to join every year and ask for little in return. Congratulations on becoming an American. I decided to write this as an open letter in the hopes that our kids will understand the significance of what you've accomplished, that America is exceptional, and that freedom is fragile. To be a good American first and foremost means a respect, the ultimate respect for personal freedoms. It's easy to understand the value and need for your own personal freedoms. The difficult part is in valuing everyone else's personal freedoms just as much as your own. Being a good American means a willingness to stand with those you abhor saying and doing things you despise because you support their right to live free. Now that is noble. Perhaps our successes have bred complacency Maybe personal insecurities have fostered an environment where emotions are valued over principles. Perhaps it's just a lust for power over others. Whatever the reason, unfortunately, the simple and honorable concept of individual liberty has been lost by so many. It's underappreciated, disrespected, and taken for granted. But freedom is a potent tool. And like most tools, it can be used for good or it can be used for bad. It is our job to use it properly, to teach future generations, to grow it and protect it. It's also very difficult to keep down. Freedom just finds a way. America was and still is an experiment in self-governance. Think about that. Historically speaking, and still today, around the globe, self-governance is rare And it's difficult. It brings with it constant growing pains and struggle. But remember, struggle is good. And adversity makes the reward so much more valuable. Now, you've always been trapped between two worlds, stuck between the cultural history of your family and your future in America. That has to be difficult. I know it's bothered you. But it's the same struggle all Americans face, not just new immigrants. 
We all have the same challenge in balancing our personal histories and traditions and family with our future in America's melting pot. Living with the burden of citizen government isn't always easy. But you will rise to accomplish more now and will be a better person. And America will be better with you as a citizen. P.S. I've attached an invoice. You're now responsible for one 330 millionth of $21 trillion. Congratulations. That was, of course, the letter I wrote to my wife. I'll tweet out the invoice that I gave her. <laughs> I a, did. I such did. a douche move. What are you talking about? Such a special thing, and then you go here. Here's I did. An invoice. I supported her. She she became a naturalized citizen on Friday, <laughs> and there is the bill I gave her. <laughs> there it is. Hey, go. I did, like I like the little asterisk. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> asterisk at the, the amount is so it says. Debt, uh, $21,173,000,000, blah, blah, blah. It's a little asterisk. Uh, total debt will likely increease. <laughs> so what's the six, uh, six to 4000 That's her cut. Oh, that's her cut. Okay. That's, her, uh, that's her current cut. That's what she's on the hook for. Mm. Uh, sadly, and if you go to usdebtclock.org, you oh, can see will... it. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. usdebtclock.org is amazing because it breaks everything down so many different ways. That will depress you so much. Well, yeah, that was the debt I uh, I gave her on Friday, and that's increased just a little bit. Uh, another few million bucks. Here it is. I'm sorry, billion. Did I billion. say million? Yeah. $21,173 billion. Excuse me. It's gone up several billion dollars since Friday. So, yeah, now it's at $21,181 nice. billion. Dollars. So her cut is 64598 as of last Friday. Mm. So she's helping all of us out. She is. Although we're back up. In the in the time it took me to say she's helped us all out, we're back up. We're back up again. That's 64. Oh, done. There it is again. <laughs> and again. Oh, one more time. Yeah, uh, the other sad part is that is the debt per citizen. Yeah. That is not the debt per taxpayer. Those are very, very different things. Yes, because uh, Cubby doesn't, play, doesn't pay taxes. Milo doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, it's... It's also people who don't pay taxes. Yes. Some don't pay. Yeah, so kids don't pay, so that's right out. But it's also people who just don't pay taxes. There are people, who, many people, who don't pay any taxes and instead get monies back. So the debt per taxpayer is $174,000. Wow. And the, the joke's kind of on me because I'm on the hook for that too. Oh, well, yeah. Sir, is our... Monies are so co If you're an American, you're listening. You're on the debt. I will uh, go ahead. and I mean, even her portion. Even her portion, I'm on the hook for. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not you guys. I mean. No, not me. Yeah. She's, she's paying tax, and I am, but I'm going to end up paying her share, too. Yes. I just yes, know somehow that's going to oh. come back on me. I know it. But uh, I'll tweet out a link to usdebtclock.org so you can check it out for yourself and see. The ceremony <clears throat> I thought was being held in Fort Smith. Arkansas, where okay. there's a uh, a um, immigration department mm-hmm. uh, office, 
down there. That's where she had to go for all of the, that was the closest office for her to go for all of the biometrics and background check. When you get to the later phases, when you're taking the final steps, they do fingerprints again. And I don't even, I didn't even ask her what the other biometrics are. I think it wasn't, I didn't even ask her, they did DNA or something. It said biometrics. It's eyes and um, fingerprint. They do eyes though. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. I didn't even ask her about that. Um, so she, uh, I assumed that's where it was going to be because she had made several trips down there. That's about an hour away from our house. And so when I got home uh, Thursday after work, I was like, okay, uh, so what's the deal? Where are we at? And she goes, oh, it's it's not down in Fort Smith. And she started talking. And I was like, okay. She's like, it's in Garfield, uh, Arkansas. And I'm like, that's some small town. I don't know where it is. Okay. I assumed it was like nearby Fort Smith. No, it was only about... I don't know, 20 minutes from our house. That's pretty good. At a national park. Yeah, I saw the uh, the little flyer. Flyer. The program for the event. So yeah. is the national park in charge of this? No. So here's what happened. And this ended up being pretty cool. Because, I mean, I was trying to plan my day of how long it's going to take us to get there. And my mom happened to be in town. So she went with us or whatever and the boys and then her mom. And we... Uh, we see it, and it doesn't say specific, at least she didn't have on her records. And some of this is her just not, you know, paying, paying attention. attention. But a lot of it comes from in the immigration department. They don't give you, it's not like, okay, let us hold your hand. You're going to show up and they'll take fingerprints. They'll do this and make sure. And it'll take about this amount of time and blah, blah, blah. They're like, that, show up this day. And it's not like they're like, we'll send you a document within the next three weeks outlining the best times. We'll give you these dates. And you could, no, no, it's like, show up tomorrow at four. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. So I'm following, she just goes, it just has an address. So I'm following the address and we end up down a country road and I'm like, there are no buildings around here or whatever. And then I realize it is Pea Ridge National Park where a civil war battle was fought. Oh, wow. I've been there. I've uh, explored. I've been in the little uh, building that they have attached with it. It has a lamp theater in there. Uh, very small. And I've uh, hiked all around there with my other son, Tiger, from Cleveland. So I've been all over. My wife hasn't even been there, but I try to find different places to go. So we get there, and I'm like, would they have it at a national park? Like you said, it's not tied in with this. Yeah. What's going on? And again, it wasn't a big deal that I saw that they had made like, it's going to be great or anything like that. So I pull up and there's some cops standing outside. And again, I've been there before and they have their little rangers or whatever. But I, so I was like, I don't know, is this it? So I rolled down the, down the window. I was like, excuse me, is there a naturalization? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's here. Okay. So we go inside and the director of that facility had wanted to do this for a long time there oh okay so he pushed and said hey we can do this it'll be a nice ceremony for new citizens you know it's a historic site and i was like okay that's kind of cool so we waited inside of course the government ran way long way late it was like we got started almost an hour later now it was at a different new facility so fine. The theater they have in there is really small. I mean it may seat uh maybe I don't know 50 people maybe. We're all kind of cramped in there and uh my mom had to had to sit in a different place from her mom and me and the new citizens were up front. There was 15 of them. Oh wow. There. And 
It was 15 from 10 different countries, I think okay. they said. Um, I think there was maybe four from Mexico, two from South Korea. She was one of them, um, some other guy, and then just random countries. So that's kind of interesting, too. Yeah, You've got, you would think, you know, primarily Mexico, because there's so many illegals that come from Mexico, <laughs> but I guess they just know they don't have to go through the citizenship. So, although... More from Mexico, still not, uh, you know, like 80% or something like that. From Latin America country countries or mm-hmm. uh, probably a little around half or so. Okay. There was a woman from Russia, uh, a couple from the uh, different places in Africa. Pretty interesting, mm-hmm. huh? The ceremony wasn't long, um, maybe about an hour or so. Okay. And it is court. It's, it, it is a court session. It is because you're getting sworn sworn oh, in yeah. by a judge. It is. Is it a federal judge or a state? Yeah, judge? no, it's a federal. It was, it, this was. I don't know if they also do state, and I guess any judge could potentially mm-hmm. do it. But they um, they call it to order. I mean, it's it's court. Court is now in session. The honorable so and so presiding. Blah blah blah. Um, a guy from um, the immigration department stands up and and gives. And his was was interesting. The flowery stuff they did was almost um almost cliche you know what i mean i mean true but it's like okay you're preaching to the choir now guys you know what i mean they get it but the pomp and circumstance or the structure of just the guy from the immigration office going we've got 15 candidates today who will be sworn in i mean just the matter of factness of that was I don't know, more powerful, you know, for me anyways. And um, they had uh, a couple of high school students sing the national anthem. They did a pretty good job. They had them close then with a version. It's kind of a mashup of Amazing Grace and America the Beautiful. A little rough. A little rough for me to get going. They, and they were, they were talented, you could see, but they hadn't, they hadn't done any dry rehearsals uh, run through of, of this ceremony. You know what I mean? Uh, but pretty cool. Interesting, uh, Garfield, that's where this national park, I guess, is the district or area of Arkansas, which I didn't know that's what it was, named after James Garfield, where uh, born in the same county as I was. And then, really odd, even though I was in there before, it talks about all these Civil War, um, the Civil War battle that was fought there, and these different groups from the north and areas that came and fought the south and so on and so forth. And the group from Ohio was from my hometown. <laughs> I had never seen it. It was just all these odd little weird thingies or whatever. But all in all, very nice ceremony and powerful. It was particularly powerful for my wife. Um, did she cry? Um, she did. But it was particularly uh, emotional because of her family. Um, and her mom brought her here when she was you know, five or six, whatever it was. And so for her mom to be there when she got sworn in was emotional for her. You know, if not for her mom bringing her here, she wouldn't have been on this path. She'd, you know, be in South Korea today and, you know, trying to squirrel out of life there. Um, So that part was really emotional for her. And they they gave him something really cool. They gave him um, a book on the national parks. The the director there did. The the guy who, you know, had pushed to have it. And... 
they, I didn't realize national parks, when you travel there, they have a daily stamp with the date on it and that park's logo or seal mm-hmm. or whatever that you can get a stamp. Hey, we were at this park on this date or whatever, which is kind of cool. That's pretty you know, cool. So, I mean, simple, but very cool. So they gave them all a book like that. So we got a stamp or whatever. So a lot of little commemorative things or whatever, but pretty powerful for her and all of us. And she's like, I'm also just thankful it's over. It's been a long, long process. Expensive. Expensive process. Yeah. So it was uh, all in all a pretty good day. And I, I wanted, I got her business cards and they didn't come in. Yeah, you told me you're going to get a business card. I got her business cards and they didn't come in. Well, you kind of. I'm kinda... so ticked off. I got her business cards that just had her name and American underneath them. Nothing else. No phone number, nothing else. I was like, how cool is that? Yeah. Right? You can hand them out or whatever. And they still haven't come in. Well, they well, have hosed well. me on this. It was an overnight <laughs> delivery. It should have been there days before. So ticked. So I emailed that company and I'm like, yo, what up with the business cards? They're set for delivery on whatever, June, blah, 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 blah. And I was June. like, hello, overnight delivery. So you I emailed them. I'm like, yeah, go ahead and cancel my order. I'm like, oh, we've already started the process. And I was like, oh, I'm rejecting them with my credit card company. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, it works both ways, baby. Sorry, guys. Good luck ways. with that. Plus, I have a national radio show. <laughs> Not sure you want me talking about you. <laughs> Anyways, how was the weekend? Was it good? It was good, yeah. Do anything else? Uh, anything fun? Anything um, just same old things. All right, well, that sounds exciting. Okay, quick break. Back with more on this, The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. Inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. With Doc Thompson. Okay, tweets now with the hashtag what I learned today. And some good ones coming in. Yeah, you got uh, Just Slightly a Jacko McFay saying, It's my 39th birthday today. We'd love a shout out on this depressing day. And who is that? Uh, Just Slightly a Jacko McFay. And how old? Uh, 39. Birthday today. today. Yeah, we can't do that. We cannot give you a shout out. No, Sorry. We, like, we will read the tweet, mention yes. your birthday, but there will be no shout out. No. Sorry, I'm and how do you do a line. shout out? Is it like, Ooh. I think we just did. Oh, I think okay. that's what it was. <laughs> DM and DM. Wait a minute. I thought everyone from South Korea came with billions in debt in a in debt pay down. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> from my experience, they come with nothing. No money. No financial gain. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for everybody that comes from South Korea. That's how it feels. That's how it's, it's right there. Right there. You guys, Stinky Biscuit tweeting out what I learned today. Doc Thompson doesn't often write private letters, but when he does, they're public. That's true. That is true. My private letters. I don't think there's anything private. Very little. Only like your birthday. That's the only private thing that I know. And I don't even know your birthday. Yeah. And it's not the year. No. I don't even care if people know the year. It's exactly the date. Why? Yeah. Because there's identity theft issues or whatever. It was like someone giving your birthday and your mom's maiden name. Boom, you're done. Someone around here asked me, did Doug just have a birthday? I'm like, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably he did. He's like, when was it? Two weeks, either two weeks before or two weeks after today. I will just (laughs) say, I'm a Torian. That's fine. (laughs) 
Because remember, <laughs> your house, your anus. Your anus is now yes. in my house. That's yes. right. Yes. Did yes, you yes. see the uh, the tweet? It's a double uh, picture from Shellback Bo. Yes. The smoke impregnated yeah, lady. It says, uh, this won't hurt my baby. And it's just a shot of a midriff, a pregnant woman, uh, belly out, the glass of wine and, and the, the cigarette. cigarette. And it says, this won't hurt my baby. 18 years later. Next picture, David Hogg. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, TMB, Sato Trump has a question for you, Doc. <clears throat> The real question is, did you have to pay $20 to a bogus parking attendant to the park? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not have was to that. Was that covered on the, uh, on the initial no. fee? Yeah, it, it really was. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, the way I got uh, scammed by the parking, the bogus parking attendant Chef at Patrick. the hotel in downtown Dallas because of Chef Patrick was far cheaper than uh, the, uh, the way I got scammed by the government <laughs> throughout this process. <laughs> Uh, Spunkin' Bronuts tweeting out Waterloo Attorney. I love Doc Thompson. He reels you in with a touching letter to his wife and ends up with, ha-ha, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of that in the letter, too, or whatever. <laughs> yep, just a well, little bit that's your signature. That's your signature. I mean, think about that. Yeah, I mean, you, you become an American citizen. You join this club, and you're also on the hook for $21 trillion. By the way, if you go to usdebtclock.org, you'll also up. see. Yeah, <laughs> and it went up again. It's not just $21 trillion. That's just official debt. Then there's unfunded, unfunded liabilities, debt. which is like $100 trillion. It's crazy. Yep, yep. And that's something you have to understand. But I think that's uh, what I said about being lost between two worlds. I think people miss um, I, over the weekend, there was all kinds of immigration stuff we'll touch on again oh, yeah. in a second. But one of the things I saw, and people were following this format, and I didn't see what the history was, a format of, of, an, of an exchange they've had specifically or in general, exchanges they've had as minorities. And it's like, you know, them, where are you from? Me, New York. No, where are you originally from? Me, Queens. No, what's your nationality? You know, they're trying to, what are you? And it's people just trying to figure out what's your background or whatever. Yeah, where are you coming from? My, my wife has always felt like she belongs to two worlds and doesn't completely fit into either. Because she's, you know, not your stereotypical American naturalized citizen. But everybody feels that. We've talked about that with all these people whining and playing victims about you know, all kinds of things. Everybody feels that way. Every kid going to school feels like the weird kid for something. I mean, yours might have been because you were Mr. Plantains. Hey, yeah. what's for lunch again? Plantains. Yeah, hey, Mofongo. Mofongo again Chimeta. or whatever. <laughs> and, but every kid feels that way, even the stereotypical American kid. And it's okay. Kid. And it's okay. And everybody feels like they're lost between multiple worlds. I... White guy growing up in northeastern Ohio, Christian, rural family or whatever. Guess what? Your my tradition still felt different at times than the masses. You know what I mean? Still taught, caught between two worlds of older parents who grew up in a rural area versus people who, you know, I saw in magazine covers or in movies or whatever that grew up in other areas. Everybody feels that way. That's part of the melting pot. And that's something we don't teach anymore. 
What else we don't teach is proper self-defense uh, and security. That really should be part of becoming an American. It should be. Stuff like that. Make really sure you can be. take care of yourself. And there's a good way you can do it, an easy way, with iTarget Pro. If you buy the iTarget Pro system, it's a little under $90, I think $89, plus 10% off. Use the promo code DOC. Gets it for a little over 80 What a great deal. Saw a bunch of people tweet over the weekend Did about going to that? the range. So I, one person in particular told me about so their range fees. It was like $150 yeah. between ammo and range fees. Is that yeah. what it was? Lori D was uh, over the weekend. She was? Was, yeah, okay. she was shooting and she actually posted all the bills. I'm like, okay, yes, iTiger Pro can save you money. That was, I was really shocked. Was 100 bucks. I think it was like $90 for uh, ammunition. Yeah. I was like, Right there alone. You're, you're in. You're, you're in. in. One day of that is actually going to be is pay for your iTarget yeah. Pro system. And they've been using it. For, they've been using it for a couple of months now. So you know their target price when they actually shot. They probably shot a lot better than before. Yeah, the iTarget Pro system works at home. It uses a proprietary app on your phone, or boy, not just home. It could be anywhere. But the proprietary app registers wherever you shoot with the little laser round you put in your gun. Get all the details at iTargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Promo code DOC. Show back to you now what I learned today. Now, I upgrade today to 31 years old. How do I operate this year? We're not doing shoutouts anymore. Like, what, what is yeah, this? Who is that? Uh, shell back and he's 31 31 oh yeah that's yeah. Bo. yeah no that's we're not doing shout outs no we're not yeah but happy birthday yeah but no shout no shout outs the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network Bizarre weekend too. Obviously, my wife got naturalized. That was big. My mom was in town, spent time. She had not seen the baby yet, so spent a lot of time with the kids and just a good time. And now she's off to uh, spend some time with her beau, which is her boo, her beau, her boo. Yeah, her boo, her boo, her boo. Her boo or beau. Mm-hmm. It could be either. And we'll uh, we'll talk well, about we'll talk about that uh, sometime <laughs> in the next couple of days. Is just weird, just weird. And then bizarre happenings and going on. It's lots of little odd things over the weekend. For example, there was a picture on Sunday that went mega viral. Oh, mega yes. damn yes. holy crud viral. It was yep. a picture of two immigrant migrant children, I guess, sleeping in a caged area at an ICE de- detention facility. And it, it looked like they were in a kennel almost, you know, a little dog kennel mm-hmm. where you had all the little like... Uh, like cells with the chain link fence door and they're sleeping face down on little mats or whatever. And it went uber viral. The liberals went nuts blasting president Trump. I mean, just look at this. Is this who we are? Yes. How dare you? This is how we're treating children, migrant children. Is this who we are as Americans? This is the, this is Trump's America out. The picture was under Obama. Yeah, 2014. It was from 2014 under President Obama. Yep. And then those who blasted Trump about this, again, this was on Obama's watch. Mm-hmm. This was four years ago. They either went radio silence. Or deleted it. Or deleted it. And whatever. Whoa, whoa. A few of them were like, okay, correction, this was under 2014. But 
none, none. that I saw of significant people Apologizing. Said, yeah. said I was wrong to blast Trump. How dare that MF Obama, just like they MF Trump? Yeah. None of them did that. In fact, they some of them still tried to clean it up, yeah. still tried to make it worse for Trump. So um, Obama's speechwriter, you know, John Favreau. He's oh. not the not the director. He's the assistant, you know. Right. Not Mikey from Swingers. Who is his awesome the director who I I I like him as an actor or whatever. He has I think it's the the same last name. It might be a different John spelling. Anyway, I always confuse the two. This was Obama's speechwriter who now does a podcast and is over the top leftist like propaganda. Crazy though. I mean like Angry, mean, violent on the on the left, on the left. like that. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Anyways, he wrote because the pictures were out there, and he tw- uh, quote tweeted it and put, "Look at these pictures. This is happening right now." <laughs> Which, knowing it was twenty fourteen, <laughs> it's almost like he did it as a joke. Here it is. <laughs> Look at these pictures. This is happening right now, and the only debate that matters is how we force our government to get these kids back to their families as fast as humanly possible. That that was his tweet. Now, let's say those pictures were True. right now. Yes. Let's say they absolutely were. And they were current. You're current. Yeah, current. He said, the only debate that matters is how we force our government to get these kids back to their families as fast as humanly possible. I would agree with that. Oh, of course. You know how you get them back to their families? Send it back to wherever they came from. I'm with you on that. Yep. So he wasn't even being genuine there. What he meant was how we get these kids to stay in America and bring their families with them illegally. Yep. That's what he meant. So then after the pictures went, it became more common and obvious that it was from 2014 and people started cluing in. He responded. (laughs) Now, how how do you not go? All right. I, I got that one wrong. I screwed up and you know, whatever. No. No apology. It was these awful pictures are from 2014 when the government's challenge was reconnecting unaccompanied minors who showed up at the border with family or a safe sponsor. Of course. Today in 2018, the government is creating, in all caps, unaccompanied minors by tearing them away from family at the border. No. So again, we separated families when those when we allowed those kids to stay here many of them without their family that was okay you know the government's challenge was it was a challenge in 2014 today we're creating them by sending their parents back no we're not creating that problem their parents created the problem when they came here illegally so really what he was saying 2014 under obama a challenge mm-hmm. today Trump! How dare you? That's what it is. 2014. Same pictures. Same thing. 2014. It's a challenge for the government to hand wringing, hand wringing illegals today. Trump! Did you see, do you see the other picture uh, over the weekend? Uh, and this was an old one from last year about the father being separated. Yes, at the uh, Which airport. I commented on, right. Yes, at the airport, yes. Yeah. And. Uh, People melted down about they it. Did. 16 years. He's being he's been here 16 years as an illegal. And he's now. being separated from his family. Look at it. The the teary-eyed kid at the airport. Dad, you're leaving. This is horrible. And I tweeted out, 
That's horrible. Of course. Truly heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. You're separating families. That's awful. It could have been avoided 16 years ago when he came here illegally. Yep. Period. And by the way, and I called BS on a lot of people. People, look at the heartless conservative Republicans, people on the right. You know, how dare you be so insensitive? Have you no soul? Have you no humanity? It's not on me. It's on the people who came here illegally. Mm -hmm. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't get to say because my life was hard, I get to rob a bank. Doesn't happen that way. Sorry. If it does, and I tweeted at Jim Carrey for this stuff over the weekend, Mm -hmm. what's your address? Because unless you're letting me come in there and flop at your house and everybody else and saying, well, I believe in open borders at my house as well, you're simply being a hypocrite. Bottom line, and I had to call BS on it, not everybody who comes here illegally, in fact, a very small portion that come here illegally are doing so because their life is truly in danger elsewhere Mm -hmm. or because they are truly starving. I mean, is it easy for them? Do uh, Do they struggle to know where their next meal is coming from? Many of them, sure. But starving, no. They do it because they want more opportunity. They want more and I even said that. People are like, oh, it's wrong to want more? No, not at all. No. But I don't get to say I want more and just go over Glenn Beck's house and load it. up. It doesn't work that mm-hmm. way. Glenn, sorry, taking your car. I just wanted more. Chris, I want more. I'm just going to take your stuff. Okay. You may not even have more than me. No. You may not even be rich, but I just get to take because I want more. That's not how the world operates. And the funny thing is like we are we have to say, it, okay. We can't, because we say something like, oh, how dare you? Oh, you racist. Racist, how dare you? How can it be a racist? I said, hey, 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 you could have this, Doc Thompson, but maybe, you know, either pay for it oh. or oh. ask for help <laughs> and I can help you. It's pretty simple, isn't it? <laughs> it's not that complicated. <laughs> one thing I learned about Americans, of course, I'm an American, but the one thing I learned when I moved to the United States in 2011 When you was, moved to the mainland. Yes. Yeah. You guys will give your shirt off your back if asked dude americans are so good at that it doesn't matter left or right it's unbelievable it really i mean conservatives even more so given a charity if you look yes. at it that's not defending it's just the no. studies that have been out there but all left right somebody in need somebody on the sidewalk that is in an accident dying instantly people help out and if if you're like hey my family's starving people just here you go and they it's do- not just around the holidays no people are willing to help what I think most Americans hate is being told or forced. Yes. You will. Americans are stubborn that way. It was 1776 all over again. Right. If you just like, <laughs> hey, you know, I need some help. Sure. Here you go. Let me help you out. Let me do Oh, yeah. That's, and I will never forget that. It's like one of the things like I came to the United States and I was like, wow, people really want to help you out, especially if you're starting the right way because of course we're Amer- we're Americans so we don't have to go through any process like your wife did but it's on but the mainland moved- and it's different culture yes, and we'll move in and brand new house all neighbors came over welcome to the neighborhood hey if you need anything they bring hey, food they here's bring- a lawnmower I know oh, you have to yeah. cut your grass you know hey here in America we have to cut our grass right you know monkeys don't come over here and start you know <laughs> cutting it for you but you have to cut your grass and lawnmower you know gas and then the guys I was like Oh my gosh, this is, what is this? Chris is like, I'm going to do well here. I'm going to do swell. This All is I got to do is ask for help. They're like, oh, look at the little brown boy <laughs> from Puerto Rico. 
Let me help you out and bring you food. <laughs> These are bananas. <laughs> yeah, we plantains, not big on them, but bananas. bananas we have we, lots yeah, of, bananas. Have of bananas. You're like, we have bananas too. We do. We have those. <laughs> oh. We have other fruits too. This is a melon. <laughs> These are strawberries. Uh, Jake Silverstein, the New York Times Magazine editor in chief. Oh, yeah, I saw Whatever that. all that means. Said, uh, it tweeted out a link to this bogus story about the kids in the, in the in detention the center in the cages. And then corrected it by putting, okay, correction. Remember, he had to, being editor-in-chief, he couldn't yes. just delete. No, he can't, no. He had to put something. So he put, correction, this link, which was going around this morning, <laughs> is from 2014. Still disturbing, of course, but only indirectly related to current situation. <laughs> no mention of Obama. None of that he's on the hook for this, too. Just 2014. But only indirectly related to current situation. My bad... Editor-in-chief, my bad. And a good reminder not to retweet things while distracted with family on the weekend. Aww. So, not his fault. No. Because no. Of it's it's his family's fault. Yes. yes. You know, if they were not distracting him, he could have done he his job. He could have done his And research. by the way, not indirectly related. No. It's still Trump. Still Trump. Yes. This Just is so Trump's you know. fault. By the way, and I... I got to mention about stuff with people over the weekend on this. Yeah, this is not. Do we have immigration issues? Yeah. Are people still coming here illegally? Yes. Is it all Trump's fault? No. No. Is it some Trump's fault? Yes. Yes. Done. Yes. It's a whole bunch of Congress's fault, a whole bunch of Trump's fault, a whole bunch of Obama's fault, and past Congresses, and George W. Bush and past Congresses. And Obama and past Congresses and George H. W. Bush at Congresses. And a little bit of Reagan's. Reagan's. A little bit. Reagan in there. No, 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 a little bit. You want to know why? <laughs> why? Because he just made them all illegal. <laughs> or made the illegals legal. <laughs> okay. So there's a bunch on that, too. That's how we know that just giving amnesty doesn't Does work, work. Right? Yeah. What a bunch of goofs. Uh, Villa Ragosa. Who? The former mayor of Los Angeles. Okay. And Linda Sarsour. Oh, terrorist Linda Sarsour. Women's March co-founder terrorist. and terrorist. Um, <laughs> both got caught up in retweeting Good. this. Oh, when I saw the Linda one, I was like, "You little idiot!" I know, right? Oh, this is so good. Yep, yep. All, all got it. All got it wrong, which is pretty interesting. I don't get hers though, because she goes, "Take a look at these photos," and then she goes, "Hashtag, where are our children? What where is are where are, are our, our children?" children? Um, she's saying like, where are they? We're not protecting them. Yeah, but those are our children. I think she means it takes a village to raise a child. They're all our children. See, I could give you that. I think I'm I'm trying to figure out. I could give you that, but here's the thing: they still not from our village. They came and took our village from other villages, far far away. They passed (laughs) many villages to get to our village, and they're they did. They're not our kids. There's a new documentary about immigration today on PBS, and I saw a story on it over the weekend. I just stumbled across it, and I want to share some of the write-up I saw. This is from the AP. Okay. It says, if viewers of this, again, this is the write-up of this new documentary that's going to air today. It says, if viewers of the Chinese Exclusion Act documentary end up with a sense of deja vu between the film's subject a law in 1882 that barred Chinese people from coming to the U.S. and current events, that's pretty much the point, according to its filmmakers. Again, if we have a sense of deja vu about this immigration Mm -hmm. law from the 1800s, and today, 
That's what they wanted. So they're trying to draw a comparison between everything going on today and what's going on back then. Rick Burns, who made the film, is quoted as saying in this article, the aha for anybody coming to it, in other words, this film, Mm -hmm. is, oh, there's a history to how we've decided who can come and when they can come and who's a citizen and not a citizen. What? Yes, of course there's a history of us deciding. Everybody has a history of that. Every country has a, dis- a history of, of deciding who can come and who cannot come and who can be a citizen. But he continues. This is the DNA of American immigration policy. It's not a story about immigration. It's the story about immigration. And you're not going to understand any of the other aspects of it without understanding this Thing. Okay. In 1848, you got off the boat and disappeared. And in 1882, suddenly there was a racially individuous distinction being made. So he's saying that this is what you need to know about immigration in order to understand what's going on today. That in 1848, you just got off the boat. You That's were good it. to go. And then by 1882, they had a racial distinction being made. Hmm. Because... The Chinese Exclusion Act was America's only immigration act that barred people from a specific country. And it even mentions that in this article. So he's saying there's a racial distinction being made. Chris, the act barred people from a specific country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But there's a racial distinction being made. Racial (laughs) distinction, distinction, specific country. country. There are other yellow people beyond the the Chinese. Yes. We didn't say, even though, you know, people are saying the Chinese are, we didn't like them or whatever they were saying. They came here for the opium trade and they're stealing jobs or whatever the claims were. They didn't say, we're barring Asians. They said, we're barring Chinese. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Whole lot of Chinese people. Yes. But it barred them from a country. Yeah. And this is the point of the the documentary. documentary. And the point of this article about the documentary, and I'm like, it was about a country. And you're still trying to make that about race. And then I noticed the lady who wrote for the AP. Okay. Whatever. Deputy. Got it. Is her name. It says her little bio at Mm -hmm. the end. Covers issues of race, ethnicity, and immigration. And I thought, wait a minute. Even the AP assigns a reporter because a lot of times you cover finance and Wall Street or banking, Wall Street, money, different things. Yeah. Why are you combining race, ethnicity and immigration? immigration? Yeah. Because they want it about that. Immigration has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with ethnicity unless people make it about such. You know how I know? Because last Friday... There were 15 people of all different races who said, I want to be an American citizen, just like my wife, 14 other people standing there. They looked different. They were from different places, different backgrounds, different religions. Some of them were even white people. What? It had nothing to do with race, ethnicity, religion. It had to do with people willing to make a sacrifice and say, I'm going to do this right because I believe in that country. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. I just tweeted out a link to the your pictures of the uh, invoice I gave to my wife because she's on the hook for some cash now. She so, better pay up. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I mean, you better start paying up. Yeah, that's uh, that's the sad part about it. But I know I'm actually the one on the hook for it. All right, if you're tired of being on the hook for... Uh, Everything like I, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, what, for, were gonna, what, were you, what were we going to say? Well, when I started to say that and I realized because I had some extra bills over the weekend. OK, just boom. I'm like, oh, that's oh, I didn't know. OK, I'm being charged. OK, I got screwed on that, too. I had like four of them come in the mail and I'm like, OK, there's a bunch of money I don't have. All right. And I was really annoyed. Even. We've got an irrigation system in my house that came with the house, like sprinkler system, okay, okay. looking whatever, and it's got to be installed every year. And the city mandates that you have it tested. Every mandates year. mandate you have to have it, it inspected every year, right? So even if I don't want to use it, which I don't use, it, I'm not paying to keep the grass green. The hell, it dies it dies, right? I don't have that kind of cash to be throwing water out in the lawn. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of my neighbors, I have a system. I don't use it. So, <laughs> so they mandate this, right? Well, they give a little discount in the community because okay. they come in and do everybody's in the neighborhood at once. So they offer a little discount, right? So the uh, the first day that I get the, you know, hey, they're going to come around in a month, you know, mm-hmm. get your, I boom, write the check and send it to them. Boom. So I don't forget about it. So they got the money. Everything's good. Write the check. Okay. I get home <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I think those people should be um, here. You should have installed that. It's late in the season, isn't it? I haven't heard from them. Uh-oh. I look around the neighborhood. Everybody else is installed. And Doc Thompson. Mine's is. not installed. Oh. And I go, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I think they came to the door. No. And Because uh, they got the little system, the little, it's just the piping that connects the yeah. two out front of the house or whatever, mm. and the little meter that's inside the garage, right inside there. I even mm. dug it out of the back, right up front. Here you go. She didn't answer the door, I think. Didn't she was like, the paper? No, that's my problem. So now it's going to cost us more money. Now it's going to be like double the price or whatever. So it'd be like 150 bucks instead of like 65 or something. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, I called and left a message for the people and asked my wife. She goes, yeah, I don't know. Come to think about it. I think I saw him in the neighborhood. And you didn't connect one plus one? She, she is busy. I'll give her that. But I was just like, okay. And I was upset. You and could then just I was leave like, the garage open. They all I have said, done it. Exactly. All I said to her was, it's just going to cost more money. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Add it to her bill. So, <laughs> you add, to add that bill. to the bill. So that was one of the ones I got. Anyways, if you're looking for any way to save a buck like I am, get some money. Consider switching to Patriot Mobile. You will save money likely with your account because they have great deals on data plans, on the phones as well. You can get that iPhone, or excuse me, the Galaxy S5 for just a penny a month, which is awesome. It's not the newest phone out there, but But it works. It works well. Still a smartphone, still a viable phone. It's only a penny a month. And Jeffy was saying that if you could go back to any phone, it would be that one. Yeah. He hates his new one. Yo. He upgraded. He's like, oh, I wish I could go back. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, you're like, that was a great phone. Why don't you just make it a little faster or something like that? No, they got to keep tinkering. Uh, check them out today at patriotmobile.com slash doc. Patriotmobile.com slash doc. It'll give you all the details there. You can also call 800-A-PATRIOT. This is an organization that also does a lot of good with the money. So you're going to save money, but you're also going to have some of the money that you pay them and their profits sent to people, organizations, candidates, 
that you support ideas mm-hmm. and value sharing your principles so you're doing good with your money and saving what money you give them what more do you want i don't know and they of course support veterans and the military they have special discounts for veterans and active duty military just go to patriotmobile.com slash doc patriotmobile.com slash doc and sign up for an account today this is steve 42 tuning out water lunch and he takes a village in a different country in a different country. That's the village. It's <laughs> elsewhere. Far, far away. Lori D. tweeting out water lunch. The village is awesome. Just as Joe Biden. <laughs> that's the stupid villages. song. That's so stupid. Uh, you know that's him. Yes. Bruce, not Brucey, tweeting out what I learned today. I can't decide who lives next door to me, but I can decide who lives in my house. Hashtag illegal immigrants. You know what? There, there it is. That That's America. Yeah. There, there it is. And he's not being racist. You don't get to decide who lives next to you. But, People can buy property or whatever, but you can damn sure decide who's living on your property and in your house, and that's how it's supposed to be. And that's how we should be as a country. We don't get to decide those other countries. That's on you. But who comes in and we share our bounty with? Guess what? We get to decide that, bitches. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. have my public sub when they pry it from my deliciously sticky fingers. Mm. Mm. How dare you go after Publix? How dare you? Mm. It's one thing. You could take my gun, but you will not. Okay, you can't take my gun, but you will not take my sub either. But here's the thing, though. Compared to the public sub and and the Second Amendment, it's pretty close. It's really that. It's sub- really close. Twenty Eighth Amendment. Something about subs. It's right up there. I think it's right there. It's yes, re- it's I a very very right close. And at the right time, at mm-hmm. the right moment, if you're like, hand me your gun. No, hand me the gun. Here's a sub. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that struggle is real. That hog kid is so, so, like, insignificant now. Ugh. That he has to go after Publix? They went at, you went after a grocery store chain for, mind you, not supporting the Second Amendment, not supporting the murder of children, not supporting it because they support a candidate yes. who supports the second amendment yes even though they have supported many candidates over the years so Publix supermarket chain on the primarily in florida but they've made their way up the east uh, coast and southeastern part of the u.s all the way up to virginia now has amazing subs and this david hogg kid had organized a boycott Publix. it was a die-in where they went it? to the supermarket you get and it? They all lied down, 
to, you know, to, <laughs> to simulate what dead people are like. Because we know, Doc Thompson, change starts on your back. It does, of course. Yeah. There it is. And you'll notice by the pictures, they're simulating death, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By holding signs. And a flower. A flower. And many of them on their cell phones. That's the one thing. By the way, so David Hogg is in the middle. He has two phones, if you didn't notice. He's reading, because this is a picture I hate the most. He's reading off one phone. It has another one right on his uh, next to him. While on the bottom left, you got somebody taking a video of him. And he got... Uh, you got someone yeah, else, right. someone taking Is a selfie. Is that him in the yellow with the yeah. megaphone? Too? Yes, that's him with a megaphone. Yes. Wait a minute. Why didn't he buy a men's shirt? Oh, and yes, a thank you. Yes. Man's clothing, uh, right? Man's medium, not a medium. A female, like double zero or something. <laughs> they sell men's clothes in Florida. They do. They do. Yes, yes. Well, okay, well. Yes. Anyway, so he goes there and they simulate this lion. Uh, and it was at multiple stores. Mm hmm. But obviously the one he was at is going to be more significant. It was not nearly as big a turnout and success as the media, of course, wanted it to be. But there, he's not even giving the traction he used to. If he had done this a month or two ago or like in when it March, happened? like um, three weeks after, it would have been immense. But the truth about this is it isn't even, like I said, about the Second Amendment. It's not about saving lives. Bottom line, if you want to save lives... At schools that unfortunately at times have people come in and murder people, if you want to do that, then secure the schools. You will not be 100% effective in securing the schools because eventually someone will bribe a janitor to get a a gun in or whatever it is, but it'll be probably into the 90 percentile cutting down on massacres at schools. And here's what you do. Massacres at schools with guns because... You could take a bomb or something, Timothy McVeigh style, pull a thing up. But it will it will help. Here's what you do. You simply secure the schools with metal detectors, locked doors, and bulletproof glass. That's it. Which is what the dad wants. The Which Andrew it, Pavlik wants. That's he, what he wants. He wants secure our kids. Our kids are soft targets right now. Right. Stop having the debate over guns and yes. fix the problem. You want to have the debate, well, what about people shot elsewhere? Fine. That's fine. But if you really wanted about the schools and you're concerned about this and children, then pay the price, have all the glass replaced with bulletproof glass. By the way, bulletproof glass, crazy expensive. Very. Oh, my golly. And very difficult to install. Install. It's difficult. But you know what? Children are worth it. Of course. Install the glass. Done. And put in metal detectors, hire a couple of resource officers at every school, have them stand there and go boop, boop, uh, back through, wand them all. Okay, good to go. Have them do that, and you are going to cut down on a bunch of this stuff. But they're not suggesting that. It's still guns. But then you go, okay, Publix has not supported, like, Second Amendment. Well, he wasn't like, the Publix, you know, gives money to the NRA and blah, blah. wasn't about that. Mm-mm. That had nothing to do with it. It Mm -hmm. was about a candidate, Mm -hmm. which shows you David Hogg, as we told you months ago, is not about the Second Amendment. He's about David Hogg, and he's about politics. He went after the politicians under the wink-wink guise that he's simply trying to get those people that do not support gun control out of office. Those who support the NRA must go. No. He's about the entirety of a progressive agenda. 
That's really what he wants. His mom is a crazy leftist. He is a crazy leftist. They have painted him on CNN and others as just being concerned with guns and common sense. No. He supports progressive causes. Those candid interviews he did when we played some of them. If you recall, it was about the candidacy of people like Rick Scott. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Why? Some of these guys have been better by his standards than others. Why are you still going after him? He is a tool. And he's a tool of the Democrat Party. (laughs) Done. Just like CNN, just like others, he is one of the tools used by the Democrat Party to get Democrats elected. That's it. Did you see my tweet over the weekend about it? I did. I still am curious about this. I'm... I'm always concerned with proper etiquette. You know me. Look at me. Concerned with proper, uh, um, concerned with proper etiquette always. <laughs> Wanting to make sure I'm doing no. the right thing. <laughs> I mean, I just... You know that if you listen to this show. That's, that's my concern. <laughs> I want to know. Let's say I'm in a Publix. Okay. Getting one of the best subs on the planet. <sighs> a Reuben. Mm. So good. Or just deciding I needed some kumquats. Ooh, I love the kumquats. Popping into in the Publix for some kumquats. Let's say I'm there getting the, uh, you know, the stovetop stuffing for dinner. Okay. Whatever okay. it is, I'm in there getting. And I see this lie-in, this die-in where the kids are laying around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. protesting. And I step on one of them accidentally. Mm. Can I still get a sub? Yes. That's my concern. Were they still selling subs? I believe so. I think business, as we can see from the pictures, business kept, uh, as usual, as you can see, this lady trying to get a nice deal on her watermelon, mm-hmm. and she had to step over you know, a couple of, of kids on the floor, mm-hmm. and the gentleman is trying out to get some, some yogurt. Mm-hmm. So business kept going. So I could get a sub. Yes. You just, if you don't mind stepping over or stepping on some brats on the floor. Yeah, that's not a concern. Oh, I then, just no, then you could sure. get subs, yes. Subway oh, yes. can, I mean, I mean um, Subway. Publix continued to sell yes, the subs. they continue. Because I don't want to go over to they the Subway. They, they didn't close. They didn't close. So there was still the lady behind yeah. there saying, what kind of bread do you want? Do you want the yes. honey wheat? The yes. honey wheat, is that what yes. you want? And do you want the boar's head? Oh, yes. Yeah, I want the boar's, boar's head. head. Yeah. Do that, yeah. What kind of question is that? The roast beef or whatever. And what else do you want on it, sweetie? Some lettuce, They were still doing that. They were still doing that. Then I'm cool. Then this is a non-story. This is not was, an issue. It was a non-story, Doc. Right. This is one of the things that I, I kept is, seeing people online. I was like, there's nothing here. Are, are they still selling the subs? They're still selling subs. They're still making money. Capitalism is still alive. See, if if the hog kid had said, all right, we got this die in, and we've managed to, dis- managed to disrupt public's business, you cannot go in there and buy milk, eggs, butter, cheese, stovetop stuffing. You can't buy the Captain Crunch. You can't, sorry. Ooh. You can't buy the Captain Crunch. You can't buy any of that stuff. Ice cream, you can't get any of Ooh. it. You can still get to the subs. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, nothing good. to see here. Yeah, go about yeah. your business or whatever. I mean, sure, Publix is fine for that stuff, but it's... it's Nobody it's, goes go, to Publix to get groceries. I mean, you get them, but it's like, oh, That's I'm here. I might tier. as well get the milk. I'm here. Exactly. Right? All right, I'm here, whatever. <laughs> And remember, you get a sub and you get a traveling sub. Yes. Because while you're walking down the aisles, you got to have a sub while you're down there and you got to have one for later, too. Especially if you've got kids on the floor, you need two traveling subs. Sorry, I dropped that tomato on your cheek. Sorry, let me get that. Let me uh, take that off. 
That is so you know too. Listen, you if I drop a little boar's head meat on oh, David Hogg's gonna, face, yes. I'm still eating yes. it. Yes. I'm sorry. Come here, Hog kid. Hold still. Hold still. I'm getting the. I dropped some meat. Okay, good. Go about your business here. Because I can listen to the down with the NRA all day long as I'm public subs. Good to go. Got to set your priorities. Now, there's some additional information about the die-in. Okay. Publix, who has been, um, and I don't know the exact breakdowns of who they've supported candidate-wise, but has not been exclusively left-wing. They have at least supported, like this conservative mm-hmm. Republican candidate. I'm sure they've supported others. This conservative Republican candidate, they're um, supporting him <clears throat> based on um, his that he's going to be friendly to them. That's yeah. what businesses do. Usually, right, that's, that's what, what they yes. do. Right? He's going to be friendly to their business based on his his resume. So they haven't given exclusively, probably to one side. Like this, is what we've told you about. Like we tell you about Patriot Mobile. You go to Verizon or whatever, and they go, "We've given. Look at this." We've bucks. given to some conservative mm-hmm. groups and the NRA, $50. How much have you given to the uh, anti-gun stuff? $45 trillion, <laughs> right? It's like that. So I don't know the breakdowns from Publix, but because of this die-in, Publix said, that's it. We're suspending all donations to uh, issues and candidates. Mm-hmm. All political donations, we're suspending them. So David Hogg got what he wanted. Got it. Suspended all of those things. Good job. Does it stop the candidate? No. No, he'll... In fact, some of the other Republican candidates came out in support of... Because, again, common enemy in the David Hogg, the anti-gun mm-hmm. people, right? Mm-hmm. And I give those other candidates at least tipping their hat to the... You know, going, okay, good. So, the candidate's still running. Okay. Right? I mean... Yes, he's still out there. And he's still getting donations from all kinds of other people. Yes. Okay, so he didn't win there. No. The NRA still exists. Yes. And they're still getting donations. Yes, actually, and more. Pouring in. More. Pouring it's, in it's again. It's like a faucet you cannot close. It is. It has been like Vesuvius erupting yes. for, for the NRA with donations, and I hope people keep donating. And so, please continue. So, And the st- Second Amendment is still in place. Last still time there. I checked, nobody that. came overnight and took my guns. Okay. And you still have guns, I still have my I guns. I have my guns. And there's been no additional gun laws at the national level? Not that I know of. Okay, so all of the CNN propaganda backing David Hogg, him lying on the floor in Publix, uh, the attacking Laura Ingram, and all of those things mm-hmm. has done... Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I should have pissed off people. Right, piss him off. Actually, actually worked against him a little bit in that regard. But actually, for what he's hoping, it no. it doesn't actually do anything. No. Okay. But it did hurt him a little bit. It did. It did. And I think we're going to go about the same thing that you're going to talk about. Yes. Because by pulling all of their political funding. Because that's what they did. Public said, we're pulling all of our political. We're right. not going to do From, any political donations. Again, not to the NRA directly, no. but NRA-supported candidates. Yes. They pulled that money. All they that al- money. They also pulled their money because all of it includes okay. um, the environment that they had donated to. Ooh. Uh, Publix has contributed to the YWCA and same-sex marriage. Ooh. Uh, has contributed to United Way chapters that have funded Planned Parenthood. Oh. They have funded all kinds. They have supported all kinds of leftist campaigns that David Hogg, Basically said, you got to pull your money from Mm. who forced them to pull their money from all of those 
leftist organizations and causes. Crazy. So um, according to OpenSecrets.org, Publix mm-hmm. has donated uh, $7,500 mm-hmm. on the House to Democrats oh. and $56,000 to the Republicans on the House. On the, on the Senate side, $1,000 to Republicans and $0 to Democrats. So, so they, they lean conservative. They then. lean so, Republican, yes. Okay, so this is twofold then. It yes. is to punish. It's not about the direct money to this one candidate. Mm-hmm. He's using the, the death of the children's at Parkland yes. and others to say, let's go after this group who has donated, and that way we can turn off. He's just going after the sponsors. He's just go- it's That's the same it thing as uh, Laura Ingram. Ingram. That's it's all it is. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, there it is. That's what it, once again, comes down to. CNN, others going to tell you, it's about the children, it's about helping, it's about... No, it's not about that. It's about David Hogg trying to affect the election this fall and go after those organizations that donate and individuals. Which is smart from him. From oh, his it is. Side, it's sure. very smart. Yeah. People are uninformed. So, when they see, oh, look at that, we got him. But did he, I bet you he did not know that they also... You know, gave money to Planned Parenthood, climate change, all these. Those ones were indirect as mm-hmm. well. Just FYI. yeah, just like this. Yes, right. yes. But it's still, really interesting. it still does hurt him somewhat. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about that. He That's does a, not let it he go. He does not let it go. Uh, but uh, fortunately for us, CNN and others have really let it go. They <laughs> yeah. do not care. Thank God they let it go. That's right. <laughs> Thank God also for Genesis 950. Go to Genesis950.com. Find out what we're talking about, what all the buzz is about. It's a new cleaner that works great. When you buy it, it comes in concentrate. You get an entire gallon of the stuff, which dilutes down uh, with seven times the water. Yep. So it makes a lot of the stuff. So if you see the price, you're like, whoa, that's a little bit pricey. Uh, that's because it con- comes in concentrated form. You're going to use this forever. How long is it going to take you to go through seven, yes. eight gallons eight of gallons. cleaner? Yeah. Seven And it's up to you how strong you want it. Right. Exactly. So if you it's could go, tear. hey, full on strong, we could just a little bit dilute. Like, you know, I like it a little bit more. Less, like a little stronger yes. or a little more diluted? Diluted, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it dilutes down, but it works so well. And it works on multi-surfaces. Have you checked the price of just one of those squirt bottles full of cleaner? The name brands that you know, look at the price of those. Is it, oh, it's only $1.50 for this entire bottle. Hell no. Some of those cleaners, the mildew, stain, whatever removers you get in the, in the shower, those things, six, seven bucks a, a spray bottle. Yep. I'm, oh, I'm lo- my gosh. I'm looking here, $50. For what? For an average usage, it says it here. The average use is from $50 to $90 per hour. Of the, of the traditional of ones? Traditional that ones. That people would go that and get at the store or whatever? Some, yes. Yeah, so there it is. It's, it's at least comparable <laughs> to this stuff. But that stuff is not cheap. And then if you're buying two or three of them, so you're like, okay, I got to get a tub. I got to get one for the tub. One for the toilet. I got to get toilet separate. You can't. The same. Have you ever stopped and go, I know. Why the hell aren't we using? Well, the toilet one comes with a spout that gets it all up in there. In you're the, not using the brush up in there? Thank you. Oh, and it clings to the side. So it's just the, thicker. Yes. That's all. It, it's less water. Yes. And then, God forbid, you know, that the same one you could use to, you know, I don't know, click that urine off the floor. Oh, you can't do that. No, <laughs> no. you can't do any of that. You got to use the one with a little doggy in the front. And by the way, our bathroom cleaners, all different than the kitchen ones. It's disgusting. Use the same yes. cleaner. How in dare the- you? 
Uh, how about just using one that works on all that stuff? Also, your countertops. You don't have to use the same applicator. You don't have to use the same rags, no. any of that stuff. But the same cleaner, absolutely. Also works great on carpeting, particularly carpeting that has stains because of pets, because it finally gets rid of that funk that your home is carrying around. Yes, and your house does smell. It smells. Trust me, it You've does. gone blind. Go to Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Don't forget the promo code. Blaze. Use the promo code Blaze. You're going to get a discount, plus you're going to get that bottle so you can dilute it down yourself. It's a nice bottle. As you see fit. It's it a is. really it nice bottle. Genesis950.com. Let's get a couple of tweets when we come back. This is the Morning Blaze. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today. TJ Toppin. Hey, at Doc Thompson Show, proper etiquette is a tool of the English monarchy. Are you a royal supporter now? Oh, for heaven's sake. No. Yes. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? No, I'm not. That it's, was... It hasn't, hasn't been... Hasn't been made clear yet. Etiquette is um, um, not universal. It varies by culture. Okay. Yes. Okay. You got farm tech Steve tweeting out water alone today. How awesome would it have been to see someone reaching over the hog kid to grab a sub while open carrying? Excuse me. Um, I'm just going to grab something real quick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and see that guy. Well, I saw some people tweeting about people with... Um, uh, shirts and stuff on that's pro Second Amendment. I don't know what Florida's gun laws are about open carry. Uh, you just <clears throat> you can conceal you know carry. Him? You can conceal carry. That's, you can still only, carry yeah, that's about it. Because yeah. uh, some states like Virginia, where there are publics, oh, now, you can Virginia. open carry. The Golden um, State, when it comes to that. Oh yeah, and that's all VCDL. Yes. baby. Phil Van Cleve, guys, love him. No. VC, VCDL.org. Go to VCDL.org and check them out. They do a great job. Um, but yeah, so you can open carry. Uh, I don't know what public's policy is, so you may be violating their laws so you can't carry in there. Uh, I, I know, know for a fact that the ones in Deltona, where I go, right. you could carry. Does it it just has it doesn't have a sign prohibiting yes. it that yes. you've seen. Okay. Yes. Um because that would be interesting. I wonder would the hog kid freak out with any of those oh, freak if they see freak. him? Doc, think about it. They have to freak out. At least one of them would freak out if you're <laughs> open carrying. And that's it. Like they right. have to freak out automatically. Because if not why are you there? I they mean, if you're brandishing or something, sure. Yes. But I mean, if you just walked over and you're like, excuse oh, me, no. kids, excuse me, I got to get some olives, they're not, they're whatever. Not. And are they going to freak out? That would be pretty interesting. The pickled squirrel tweeting. Do you know what I love about being an old ass parent? <laughs> being able to predict unintended con- and unintended consequences. Yep. 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 That's what experience brings you. Yep. And uh, who trended it? Hey, what I learned today trending again. Yes, Pendulous Beans tweeting out what I learned today. Seems like Chris is much nicer to Doc than he was to Sarah on Friday. How'd that go, by the way? How'd oh, it go? I triggered the crap out of her. Really? Everything that she said, I went against it. Purposely? Just, Purposely. And she had no idea. She had no idea. Folks, And Sarah, she knows. Yeah. She, she, Doc Thompson, she thinks that you have to pay fees if you say ass on air. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is wonderful. Yeah. Oh I went gosh. over the list. Me oh. and Neil went over the list. Oh. 
Who's she paying to? The government? HR. Or? Oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. So I told her how to pay $45 because I said ass. And she's like, <gasps> what's the... And I was like, I can't tell you the big words, but 150 is the top. You do not want to pay 100 <laughs> I got her to admit that could, you could that she's like I could see myself just giving HR my paycheck because. Okay, here's the thing, Sarah is not a gullible person. No, Sarah is really she's bright. very sharp, very sharp. But, but somehow, when it comes to Chris and me too, she just believes a lot of our crap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I can't help it. As soon as Chris starts, I'm like, oh, I just got to go ahead and scammer. I just got to go with it. So I couldn't do how I would pay $90 because I said ass. <laughs> should I make her a bill up? Yes. That's my plan next. We should, oh, we should claim that we heard yes. her say things. Yes. And she'll get all. See, if, if it was stuff she didn't say, she'd be all triggered. Yes. And she'll. I didn't say that. Instead of saying this is all bogus. I already had the invoice because I went to HR and I told him, hey, what's the invoice? I'm mean, not HR. Uh, our uh, counting. Counting. Yeah. I say, hey, what's the invoice with the blaze? Can you send me one of those? <laughs> one of the blank ones. And one of the blank ones. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. I say, thank you. Please remit. <laughs> Make payable to. I told her that you Chris could sign. Cruz. It's our new. I told her that you have to do a a, a paid uh, paycheck deduction uh, sign up paper, and I was like, you do know that as a filling host, you have to go upstairs and sign for that, right? She said, why? Because they monitor. <laughs> Dude, I had her going so good. What you have to do is tell her, um, you know, you can get away with only paying half if you just spend that on your coworkers for lunch. Oh, that that would be mm. a real solid yes, thing. Speaking yes. of lunch, hopefully today you're going to have Minostalgia Wild Rice at BlazeWildRice.com. What a great company and a great products uh, line of products they have. It's BlazeWildRice.com. Of course, it starts with that wild rice, the only native grain in North America. So and good. it is awesome. Chris now loving it, eating I it do. all the time. Yes. But they get the jellies, the jams, the syrups. The beer jelly is so good. S- so stupid. It should not work. It like shouldn't. I said, the wine jellies, okay, they're fine. Yes. They're, they're good. The pepper jelly, love. Yes. The beer jelly, love as well. Even Glenn liked it. He did. They were all like, this is great. You see him there? No, 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 no. I was like, guys, I'm just doing the commercial. We're on TV. Back off, man. Back off. Try it today and try a sampler pack. Use the uh, promo code DOC10. Is it DOC10? Did I get that right? Yes. DOC. Beer 10. Beer 10. Beer 10. Beer 10 at blazewildrice.com. I've been off. Okay. Beer 10, blazewildrice.com, and try the grill and sampler packs just in time for Father's Day. Makes a great Father's Day gift. Blazewildrice.com. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. Hey, it's, uh, what is it? Religious Freedom Monday on yes, a Tuesday. Yes, on a Tuesday because we're off <laughs> you yesterday. You are so lazy. You are so, instead of saying, I'll just book something for Tuesday, no. you're just like, I'm just going to move it ahead and I got I out of the day's I, work. I did. Did it work? It did. Good for First you. First Liberty's here. And when I was a producer, I had the same thing as well. Lathan Watts, Director of Community Relations at FirstLiberty.org is here. Hey, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, good to have you in. I, we haven't uh, spoken before, but I've spoken with some of your uh, your cohorts and always a pleasure to talk to you guys because you're doing good work and to hear you. about some of the cases. It's really important for people to know the cases that are being challenged because 
uh, uh, cases where their First Amendment rights or any of their rights are being challenged because so many of them get buried. I mean, we're caught up in the sensational Second Amendment, David Hogg, you know, all of this stuff. But there are so many outrageous, not even like nuanced cases of, well, you know, people have a, it is like you are just infringing people's First Amendment rights. Correct. Um, I would I would invite all your listeners to go to firstliberty.org and you can follow all of the cases that we're currently so engaged many. in. Um, and you can also sign up for an email list where you, we can communicate with you directly. You get updates on all the cases. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, but you, as you know, you might not necessarily see everything that we post on right. Facebook. So communicate with us directly. We can keep you updated on all of those things. Um, you know, I was yesterday, uh, I think the case that you invited me on to talk about, I was in Bladensburg, Maryland yesterday mm-hmm. for a Memorial Day service that could possibly be the last Memorial Day service for the Bladensburg World War One Memorial. Such an interesting case. This goes, this is about a World War One memorial, a memorial to World War One veterans. Correct. This was originally started by some of the first uh, Gold Star Mothers. Um, their sons, 49 men, Bladensburg, uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, who did not come back from World War One, And their mothers wanted to honor their memory and their sacrifice. Uh, they started the effort to raise the money to build this monument. Um, the Secretary of the Navy came for the, uh, for the groundbreaking and uh, complimented them on being one of the first World War I uh, memorials erected. Uh, 19 what 1920s 1925 yeah it's been it's been there it has stood for 90 years okay uh, until recently um the american legion who is our client uh helped the gold star mothers uh complete the project so there's the symbol of the american legion on the monument as well 49 men from prince george's county who made the ultimate sacrifice for this country and you know when gold star mothers choose to honor their sons that should be respected forever as far as we're concerned i and yeah. you know this is one of our cases we would say is in the public arena uh we we specialize in kind of four key areas uh ministries uh public schools in the military in the public arena mm-hmm. and this monument has stood there for as i said you know nearly a century and now there's a, a lawsuit to bring what's, it down. Yeah, what's the objection based on? Is there a religious symbol or something? Okay, so the monument is in the shape of a cross. The mothers chose that symbol specifically because it resembled the actual gravestone that their sons were buried in in Europe. And at the time, you know, early you know, 1910s, 1920s, yeah. th- there was no way they were ever going to be able to visit their sons' actual graves. So they chose that symbol to resemble their sons' actual gravestones. Now... It sits on government property, and that's the impetus of the lawsuit. Um, although originally it was on private property owned by the American Legion, the only reason that it's on government-owned property was the National Defense Highway was being expanded. So the government took the the uh, the property in the in the process of expanding the highway. Now, even when they did that, they literally went out of their way to avoid uh, the memorial. The memorial. And it has stood there for 90 years, and the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled it unconstitutional. Uh, one of the justices during oral argument even suggested, well, maybe if we just chop the arms off the cross, that would, that would make it uh, acceptable. What? There are just so many flaws with this. Okay, first of all, <laughs> aside from your First Amendment religious freedoms, aside from that, it's Gold Star Mothers. Correct. Done. End of story. 
You want to erect a giant pink teddy bear that says, I hate Doc Thompson in effort. I mean, to honor your sons or family member who died in sacrifice to America. Done. I'm there. I'll here you go. Here's 20 bucks for the I hate Doc Thompson memorial. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Right. And then, like you said, so many other extenuating circumstances. It is. A, a a grave of the memorial. It is essentially a gravestone. A gravestone. In fact, one of the mothers that started uh, the effort to raise the money to put the memorial up, when she wrote to her senator, she told him. I'm paraphrasing her letter, but she told him the one of the reasons this is so important to me is I consider this my son's gravestone. So you now have the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals essentially saying we should desecrate desecrate a right. veteran's memorial and tear down a veteran's gravestone. Okay, then the fact that this was private property, but the government said we're putting a highway in, okay? And then on top of all of that, all else, um, Arlington? Exactly. I mean, right? I mean, there's some crosses there, right? The the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals covers, uh, the the territory that the Fourth Circuit covers includes Arlington National Cemetery. So if, and as the case sits right now with the, the Fourth Circuit saying it is unconstitutional, uh, obviously, we'll be filing cert to the Supreme Court sure. later this summer. If the Supreme Court doesn't take that case and that precedent's allowed to stand, then the same people who filed this suit to bring down the Bladensburg Memorial can, armed with that precedent, march into Arlington National Cemetery and go over to the Canadian Cross of Sacrifice and say that has to come down, go over to the Argonne uh, uh, Peace Cross. No, you just cut the arms off it, right? Right. You just do that. Right. Or what about uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? Sure. Just, Here yeah, lies an honored, glorious mm-hmm. soldier known but to God. God. So maybe we just sandblast God off the... Just get it right off of there. Yeah. Just get it. But known to. Blank. Known to. Dot. None to. Dot, yeah. Dot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Done. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why, you know, we at FirstLiberty.org are uh, defending this uh, this memorial. Uh, we've defended other memorials uh, similar to it, um, Mojave Desert Cross, and we're confident if the court agrees to take the case that we can win um, because this is a, a a vital part of America's history. And even even the uh, the dissenting uh, justice in the in the opinion said, you know, we we forget things that we don't see. And this memorial comes down. Who's going to remember these men and what they did? And who's and who's going to speak for these gold star mothers and what they want, how they chose to honor their sons? This is, I think, um, the perfect case to bring up. Uh, the idea of freedom of religion versus freedom from religion. that That's what this is here. Some of the other ones uh, that we've discussed, um, it doesn't apply as well. This is, you don't have a right to be free from seeing a cross. You just, you don't, that that's freedom from, I don't want, I, I shouldn't have to see it. It's freedom of your right to choose to practice as you see fit. True. And, you know, there's two clauses to the First Amendment when it comes to religion. There's the Establishment Clause, Congress make no law establishing uh, a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This happens to be an establishment clause case that they've brought saying that this establishes a religion because you have a cross-shaped memorial on a piece of government property. Well, what religion is established? Uh, This is a a memorial on government property. Uh, It's part of a larger area in that that, uh, part of Bladensburg, Maryland, where there are other war memorials, and it reflects... Uh, the symbol of the time of World War One that was a recognized, universally recognized symbol of sacrifice. And, True. you know, I have, as a 
an attorney for First Liberty, I've obviously read the Constitution many times. I've read the Declaration. I've read the Federalist Papers. I've read a lot of the correspondence of the Founding Fathers. I've yet to find a right to go through life without being offended. <laughs> no, no uh, right, right. It's in there somewhere, Lathan. You just haven't looked. Go back and read it again. Right. Um, and why is it that the offended party's interpretation of a symbol must be the one that controls you know, First Amendment law, there's there's a lot of different areas of law, and we get into viewpoint discrimination. I mean, I can make the argument that you are asking the government to pick one interpretation of a symbol and make that the only interpretation of that, which you could argue is viewpoint discrimination against everybody else. Um, we're, we're asked to, to tolerate a lot of things in this culture, in this society, and I think a uh, memorial in the shape of a cross that, that was a universally recognized symbol of sacrifice should be fairly easy to tolerate. Uh, but tolerance seems to be a one-way street right now. Well, it's so funny, too, because it's not even practical. There's no logical or practical nature to believing that you have a right to not be offended. There, there's no way to even do that, even if you're like, well, nobody should be offended in this world. There's no way to pull that off. None. It just it's it's not practical. It's stupid. It's, it's silly. And then the other thing about the cross, you're right. Um, if you're arguing that a cross establishes a religion, I would argue also the if, if the government said you can only have a cross because it represents Christianity, maybe you have an argument that it's establishing. By the way, that's not even establishing a religion. It's just. But have they denied a star of David? Arlington has stars of David, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. I mean. It, there's other religions. If you have one other represented, I would say you're not establishing a religion. Correct. Have, have, has that been argued as well? Somebody has to have argued that. I'm sure it has. You know, there, there's lots of cases like um, that deal with establishment clause cases and free exercise cases, and we obviously handle cases and yeah uh, around both of those issues around the country. Um, th- this just seems like a no brainer to mm-hmm. me. You know, it just seems like. Fourth Circuit just did not get the memo um, when issues like this have been ruled on before. So hopefully, uh, Supreme Court will take the case um, when we file that petition later this year and uh, set this right. We we know the ninth <laughs> is pretty progressive. I mean, they are. Uh, the fourth has been hasn't been. They've been kind of balanced, haven't they? They haven't been. Well, this this brings up a larger point about uh, the importance of confirming justices. Uh, the Fourth Circuit, you're correct, historically has not been um, extreme. A, an extreme liberal circuit the way okay. people think about the Ninth Circuit. Um, but the end of George W. Bush's uh, presidency, uh, Senate's uh, Democrats uh, held up a lot of nominations. Um, that left a lot of vacancies in the Fourth Circuit, and President Obama filled uh. a lot of those vacancies. So the Fourth Circuit has become more reliably liberal uh, uh, just in recent memory. They were able to manipulate it, play in the political game. Gotcha. Okay, that doesn't... Uh, what is the likelihood that the Supreme Court will hear this? Uh, I, I mean, they could they combine this with other similar ones, or this would probably stand by itself? I mean, the court can do pretty much whatever it yeah, wants. Because yeah. um, there are similar type challenges. You even mentioned the... What's the one on the monument? Uh, the uh, mountain? The, uh, uh, Mojave Desert. Mojave Desert. Cross. Yeah, yeah we, we were able to, uh, to save um, that memorial. Okay. Um, the likelihood, I mean, I don't have a crystal ball. They get thousands of appeals. You know, they're going to take a handful, probably around 1%. Um, so, you know, the odds are, are against you. Just, you know, numbers right. don't lie. But I do think 
this issue and the fact that issues like it have been decided before. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's kind of like the Fourth Circuit just you know didn't Missed get the it. memo. Yeah, um, I think there's a good chance, um, you know, better than most for you know to to be part of that. You know, roughly one percent that they take. Yeah. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, you know, the court decides what cases they're going to, they're going to hear. We're doing everything we can to sort of uh, bring the public's attention to it and kind of raise the level of consciousness around the country. And hopefully that will maybe encourage them that, Hey, this is one we need to fix. Uh, it's a, it's a simple, as far as we're concerned, you know, yeah. a, an easy fix. Yeah. And I, as much as I would hate them to uphold the fourth, uh, circuit's opinion on this, this is something they really should hear. Just given the nature of, again, you're talking Arlington. Look at look at the dominoes start falling. That exactly. let's say we're all wrong about this, which we're not. But let's say we are. Then look at all the violations. Right? We should get on this. Right? Come on, right. Supreme Court. Tell us if we're getting this wrong because we got a lot of work to do. If not, either way, this is one we need to hear. I hope you're right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're, we're like I said, we're going to do everything we can, uh, kind of raise this issue in the in the public consciousness, and uh, hopefully, you know, create some a uh, little bit of press buzz around it, and uh, hopefully those Supreme Court clerks, when they're wading through all those uh, thousands of petitions, are looking for hours. Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, Lathan Watts, Director of Community Relations at FirstLiberty.org. Obviously, people go to FirstLiberty.org. They can donate, right? They can. Yes, we're a 501c. Our clients are never charged for our uh, representation. Uh, many of our clients, obviously, you know, for the for the amount of representation and the, the caliber that, that we provide, could not have taken the stand that they've no, taken. No, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. It would be very bring, expensive. We're yeah. grateful to our volunteer attorneys around the country mm-hmm. uh, who partner with us. And uh, so, yes, they, they can uh, donate um, at firstliberty.org. Uh, sign up, get on our email list to hear all the updates on our cases. If you you have an issue, there's also a tab at the, the very top of the page, get legal help. You can Good. contact us. Let us know what's going on. We'll give you a call back and, and uh, see if we can help you out. And there's also yeah. a petition for this. There oh, is. The so we just tweeted out. A and by the way, this to- is Bladensburg. Yes. Correct. Uh, Maryland. Bladensburg, yes. Maryland. So uh, we just tweeted out a pic- uh, picture, uh, a link. So, so people can sign the petition yes, for this. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah and please sign it and uh, please share that as yes. well so we can get it done. I saw an article uh, about First Liberty over the weekend. And I know, you know, uh, the, the metrics online, they, okay, you go to a lot of cases about immigration, so you get more immigration cases or whatever. I think I've only been to your site a couple of times. So it's not like I'm a regular goer to the site. Most of the information I've gotten, Chris sends me via email. And yet this came up as one of the little news stories. And I was like, okay, is it getting that much attention? Did I just, did they target me? It was very odd. Still could be, you know, targeted from a conservative or religious freedom nature. But the article was from uh, the Associated Press. And it talked generally about what you guys do. And they so wanted to, my opinion, make this a negative article, you know, and yet, they just couldn't say anything really negative about you, but it was like, trust us, they're out there. And you're like, yeah. Well, I hope they're, they're out there. They are. They're they're doing stuff. I hope they're out about there. religion. And I'm, I keep reading the article. I'm like, where's the bad here? And the fun thing is, like, you guys not are not just religious for like let's say Christian or something, but you guys are all religious, right? Muslims. Correct. They did. Uh, Jews. They did try to make it that you were very Christian, Christian and yes. that was it. Uh, yeah, we we you know our slogan is we we protect religious liberty, religious liberty excuse me right. for all Americans and you're right um, that is 
any religion. Yeah. Uh, we've actually had uh, an increase recently in our um, representation of the Orthodox Jewish community. Yeah. Um, there's a community here in Dallas, Orthodox Jewish community that we're representing. Um, this you could do a whole other segment on this. Yeah, the city, yeah. city of Dallas is basically prohibiting them from worshiping in the yeah. The we had that, we that, was, that was the first the case cases, that, we, yeah. that we talked about because yeah. they're not providing enough parking spaces for people who don't drive. <laughs> you hear it? They're out there, Chris. They're out yeah. there. They're out there. They're helping them, Jews. helping people, the Jews and the Christians, and helping them all. <laughs> like, okay, great. <laughs> By the way, where is Chris Van Hollen? Where is Senator Van Hollen on this case in Maryland? Mm. Where is he? Chris is a senator from Maryland. He's ah. an attorney, and I asked this. Calling out Chris because Chris was front and center about an immigration case right now. About a guy who, um, granted, was brought here by his parents. I saw the story over the weekend when everyone was going crazy about immigration. Through no fault of his own. However, is being deported. And he has some other legal issues aside from his immigration status, which moved him up you know, a little bit. And Chris is out there saying he's part of the fabric of our community and all of this stuff. Where is Chris on this? You're talking about the family members of 49 people from one county that was killed defending America. World War One Versus a kid being a, a, deported who is not an American who has committed other crimes. Where are your priorities? First Amendment, Chris, and defending America, Chris, and yet you're defending this kid. It's just shocking. And, and you could probably... Uh, ask that of all kinds of senators and congressmen or whatever. Their priorities are off. All right, Lathan, thanks so much. Don't forget to go to firstliberty.org, sign the petition, and also donate. Thanks, Thank buddy. you very much. All right, uh, what do we got? Brickhouse Nutrition in their field of greens. So Did you good. have them today? You have them uh, yet? No, not yet. All right, Chris, uh, big in the field of greens. I love the I field am. of greens. I finally got my wife. She's like, I just need to eat healthy or whatever, and I just don't have time to always. And I'm like, okay, don't Which listen I get to the show. Because I don't have time either. It's true, but she doesn't listen to me. Yes. I try to tell her this stuff. She doesn't listen. If she only listened, she'd be much better off. <laughs> By the way, the whole got naturalized thing over the weekend could have been done like six years ago. If she would listen, if she would to, listen to me, but that's a whole other thing. Brickhouse Nutrition at BrickhouseDoc.com. Go to BrickhouseDoc.com and check out their Field of Greens. We told you about their Dawn to Dusk, the 10-hour energy supplement for years, and it works great. So does Field of Greens. Each serving, each scoop is a full serving of your fruits and vegetables for the day. Mm. So a couple of those, you're covered. Of course, eat your vegetables. They're healthy yeah. for you. Eat healthy. Live right. But when you're in a bind, when you're at work, you can't get out and eat healthy. Maybe you just got a busy day at home. You can't make the vegetables the same way. You can't trust the vegetables where you're eating out because what kind of oils and stuff if you have a restrictive diet. You don't have to worry about that. You can take one scoop, put it in eight ounces of water, drink it. And it's not an extract or something like that. It's actually essentially powdered vegetables. Mm -hmm. So you get all those nutritional values. You get the antioxidants. It's prebiotic. It's probiotic. Just go to... BrickhouseDoc.com. Look for Field of Greens. Promo code DOC. Okay. Bring it up. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 
Okay, so I start off the show. I talk about my wife being naturalized. Yeah, which and I was is like, awesome. Yeah, and I was like, how was the weekend? How was your weekend? You're like, oh, you know, the same old, same old, whatever. Yeah. And then it turns out, it turns out it, it was not the same old, same old. Uh, there was actually a pretty significant development on your part over the weekend. Oh, yeah, lost some weight. No, d- d- seriously, is this not that big a deal? Uh, I heard, I don't okay. know if it's true, maybe uh, maybe it's not, that you got engaged over the weekend. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I did get engaged over the weekend. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> kind of burying the lead here. I mean, that's, uh, wow, anything happened over the weekend? Hey, I got engaged. This you- is number two. It's number two. Were you this happy when you happened for number two? I was more happy. Okay, well, it's just I'm serious, track. I was. Second I was chance. like, yeah, I mean, clearly a different circumstance. I was yeah. a little... Confused and misguided the first time around, <laughs> and this time I was like, "Okay, this is right. This is a." Yeah. So I got engaged on Sunday. I had it, Doc Thompson. Did you do a, something big? You were over was, the top guy. No. Okay. It? So Brass see, here's the thing. And, everybody was like over the top. Chris is gonna do this, right? But then I was like, wait a minute. Everybody's expecting me to do something big. So you got to do the opposite. So I got to completely the opposite. So I told her a couple months ago. I told her I will propose next time we're at your ranch, the family ranch. That has okay. you know a bunch of exotic kinda, animals. This is coming, right? Yes. Okay. So it's been a couple times we went to the ranch and nothing happened. And this weekend was the last straw for her. Oh, because then you had set a basic time. Frame. Yes. Okay. And we get home Sunday night because you're down there at the you're ranch. Down there on a Friday, Saturday, so Friday. So Friday she's like, Yee! yep. Saturday she's like, oh, it's Sunday she's looking at the clock. I was like, wait a minute, what is going on here? We're leaving in 20 minutes. Get to the house. She goes, how dare you? I'm like, well, what is going on? You told me, you liar, you're such a liar. And she gets all worked up and she was like, I was like, how do you know I was going to propose? The ring's still there. I was like, check the box. There's nothing in the box. She was, and then when she turns around, I propose to her. Oh, you are such a dirtbag. <laughs> wow. Right there. Even, she, even, you have to even be triggering in a proposal. Yes. Wow. And the audience gave me the business for concluding a nice letter to my wife with a bill for her portion of the national debt. You got to get triggered. Wow, that was it. Yes. And then uh, was she all googly Oh, googly she was pepper? crying. It was like... <laughs> <She's> so stupid. <laughs> and now mocking her on the yes. air. I don't know if that's yeah. what you're supposed to do either. Oh, you're not. Yeah, and that's... the family's watching, so What's hey. What's the over-under on this thing now? Ooh, five. Okay. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're shutting down 8,000 of their stores today. All of them. Starbucks shutting down 8,000 for sensitivity and racial training because things have happened that are not actually their employees' fault. Shutting down 8,000 stores. They're going to do it that revenue loss today, Chris. How am I going to get my morning cup of coffee? You can still get your morning coffee. 
No, no, but they're closing down. At Starbucks, you can still get your morning coffee today. Okay, what about my midnight, not midnight, I'm sorry, my lunchtime? Yeah, you can still get that lunch. You can do that as well. Okay. Because they're they're not closing down until (laughs) 2.15. So, we're in there. Let me think about this. When there's nobody when in the store? When would their biggest sales be? Morning, Morning and lunch. Lunchtime, midday. What time of the day? We're shutting down you from know. midnight to 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're taking this serious, Doc Thompson. As we see on the sign, they're taking this very serious. They pick today, which would be one of the lightest traffic days because? probably at their store because people are still on vacay. Yep. A lot of people are returning to work tomorrow or took this entire week off. A lot of people took today off because you you butt it next to Memorial Day Mm -hmm. and you get the extra day. I took Friday off. Now, it just so happened to be it was my wife was getting sworn in, but that gives you the long weekend. A lot of people took that off. Glenn was off all last week, Mm -hmm. so you get the extra two weekends and then Memorial Day. So today is going to be a light day across the board. Probably lighter commute for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're like, ah, lighter day. And then they don't shut down till 2.15. Come on, man. Come on. I, I actually gave them a little bit of credit. Okay. A little bit. In If they believe this nonsense about their employees targeting and racist and whatever else, okay, they made a commitment to shut their stores, which is a revenue loss. And yes. I was like, okay. Wow, you're making a commitment. I don't agree with it. I think you're wrong, but you're... You're going to do something about it. Wait, it's Tuesday the 29th. (laughs) Okay, it's going to be, I guess, as a CEO, you take a light. We're not shutting down till 2.15. And I just love how they put it in here. Is it for the rest of the day? You sure it's not from 2.15 to 2.18? Okay, so that's what I thought. That's really where I thought. But it says, on May 19th, our store will be closed at... 29, sorry, at 2.15, so our team can reconnect with our mission and share ideas about how to make Starbucks even more welcoming. We look forward to seeing you when the store reopens at 5 a.m. Wednesday, May 30th. Um, so it must be for the rest of the day then. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, still but still, Doc, done. you pocketed breakfast and lunch. Oh, you got almost all on a lighter day. You... Yeah, you got all the money you could get out of out of a, out of a Tuesday coming out of a holiday weekend. Yeah, I would think so. Now, if uh, if I find out they rolled up vending machines to put in front of the front door oh my for the for the uh, prepackaged frappuccinos yes. they do that are like at Target and yep. stuff, that would be the best. That would be awesome. Or if they got one person out there going, "I'm sorry, we're shut down." Um, but you can still get a coffee here from yeah. our outside barista. Yeah, you can our, get <laughs> our mobile barista wagon. You can get black coffee and you can put some milk on if you want, that's but that's right. about it. You know what? Let me just run inside and fetch you something. Because <laughs> you know that customers can be like, what? I just want. really wanted want... two squirts of the yeah. sugar free hibiscus. You know, I just wanted. Can you get that? Um, so, okay, what a what a fail. And I today. just love on their sign, he goes, We're closing early on May 29. <laughs> okay, good job. 215. What a fail. I really want to be a fly in there. I really, I really want to know I what's really going on. Being a fly in there. Well, and here's the thing if I would imagine many Starbucks employees are not conservative or libertarian, I would think there are probably some. But I would think generally they lean to the left. They are going to be younger. 
and they work for a company like Starbucks that pushes this nonsense. Okay. So they lean to the left. And now you've got a company who you work for, and you probably like their values and blah, blah, blah. Align yourself with them. And you align yourself, and you have these values, and the company is telling you, you need retraining Mm -hmm. and additional training because of something that those people did not do. Come on, man. You're a Starbucks manager in Walla Walla, Washington. You, you're a barista in Parma, Ohio or something. And you saw the video too. The, well, there's been a couple of things. Yeah. Any reasonable person would look at that and say, the employees did nothing wrong. Your company that you say you enjoy because you value what they value, have shared values, is telling you you've done wrong and need additional training. And even if, even if those couple of employees actually did wrong in the videos we've seen, mm-hmm. is it the fault of the guy who's uh, making a vanilla bean frappuccino with the extra whipped cream and the sprinkles on top down here in is. Fort Worth? Yeah. It's not his fault. It's somebody else. Let me get back to making frappuccinos. It's a whole thing. We always talk about blaming everybody for one people's one person. Let's punish the entire class because Steven came in late today. Why? How about talking to Steven? And or Done. make him an example. So Starbucks is saying what? That they believe most of their employees or all of their employees need this because what? Because they secretly are harboring these feelings? Would This could have happened to any of you? Mm. Or is it a change of policy? This is a failure. I don't think this is just marketing on Starbucks. I, I don't think that. I think it's a little bit of that. But based on the training and... They're not connecting with employees. That's what it is. It's just like United States are not connecting with each other. It sh- actually shows the, pro- the bigger picture problem. And plus, we try to get somebody uh, to kind of like give us information. Mm-hmm. Did you believe that Starbucks told them that this is a confidential meeting? This is how it was told to them. It was. A, it is a confidential meeting. There'll be no cell phones allowed. There'll be no recordings. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wonk, wonk, wonk. Good luck with that, Starbucks. The more you say that, the more likely somebody's going to say, I better take a phone in just in yes. case. Now, a lot of people would be the sycophants that work for them that wouldn't. But you don't you don't think there's ten percent of the people? Oh, you know there's there's be- eight thousand stores nationwide. Yes. Eight thousand. And how many employees at each store? Ten? That's a lot of people. A hundred? Mm. I gotta believe each store averages ten to twenty employees. Probably. So a couple hundred thousand employees, and- most of them at their stores today, later today. And you don't think there would be five of them that would record something? Oh, yeah. And if they record it, where is it going? Social, social media. media. It's going to be up there. Yep. And think about this. That's just that. What about higher management? <clears throat> Nobody's checking on them. They're going to have their phones. Right. <laughs> somebody's going to somebody's going to break. And if if it's something that is uber left that just spins the wrong way and it gets on social media, this is even worse for Starbucks. This is a failure across the board. Um, I understand what they're trying within what they are, mm-hmm. their ideas and values, what they're trying to accomplish here. This is still a failure. You know, I've kind of given Starbucks credit over the years. You have. 
they don't have great coffee. In fact, the coffee is the actual coffee is not good, in my opinion. They have all of their sugary, frappy, whatever, and then anything's good with that. Yes, of course. You, you got enough, sugar. You put enough sugar, cream, and what, flavoring and stuff, anything's good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but their model has been good. I've given them credit. Their stores are a good environment for what they're trying to accomplish. They've been uber successful to go nationwide like this. They've done a pretty good job maintaining their brand. But the thing I've really given them credit for, even though I don't agree with their values... They have been pretty much true to their values in their stores and their employees. I've given them that credit. And now you're doing this to them? Sorry. I'd be really pissed if I was an employee. Yeah. And, and one of the things is like, okay, you said your meeting or your training is confidential. What's in there that's confidential? Like, what are you going to talk about? Are you going to start dropping, you know, the N-bomb and the uh, Beaner and like, hey, these are words not to say. <laughs> is, is that what it is? Um, don't use the word bean anymore because no, we could we, have some people yes. from certain cultures that, you know, that has been a derogatory term. Like, what is your company? I know what it is. It's going to be a new line of drinks. Oh. You can't say, well, you probably can't say black coffee anymore. No, of course you not. You cannot say black coffee. Sorry. What do you say? Um, well, they have what? Bold. They is do have they bold. Yes. That it? Yeah. The bold flavor. Yes. Hmm. Mm. Um, they already don't say small. That would be true. No, they, I don't know. Maybe they've got new, uh, new drink suggestions. In fact, I just tweeted out a hashtag new Starbucks drink. Got any suggestions for a new Starbucks drink? I mean, you know, I'm just trying of to help them out. They Maybe do. they need a new line. Maybe that's what it is. This is what it is. They're, they're going to come up with a new coffee after this. That's the right. Unifier. The <laughs> Hi, I want a triple frappe Unifier <laughs> with extra diversity. An extra diversity shot. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, an extra shot of diversity, please. No, gonna, that was not enough. I'm going to sit over in the new Starbucks safe space in the corner of the store and drink well, there's it. Another, there's another one. There's safe a, space coffee. I'll have the new safe space and... I'll uh, have it at the safe space. There's, there's another safe space. That's right. <laughs> can I get a, uh, from your uh, bakery cabinet, can I get a hand wringer? Ooh. Can I get that? A, uh, it's got to be all hashtag new Starbucks drink. You've got any suggestions for us? I've got a suggestion for you, and that is Wax RX. Wax is that a new RX. drink? No, it's not. I mean, I guess it could be. Okay. Maybe in Jeffy's household. There's certainly enough of it. Oh, yes. It could, whole the family there gets make flushed it out. Family That's really thing. gross. Actually, when I think about Starbucks basic coffee. Go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com and try it today. It is a three steps wax, three step wax removal process that you get to buy once and use over and over again, making it cheaper and more efficient and effective than going to the doctor's office to clean that wax buildup out of your ear. Of course, you shouldn't be shoving stuff in there like oh. a Q tip or a pen or anything. Nothing. It's going to be bad Other for you. Other than, you know, the drops. Right. But you got to clean out. So what do you do? Three-step system. Use WaxRx.com. First step, you put the drops in there. It loosens the wax. Third, uh, second step, you flush it out with a specially designed pump. Third step, you rinse it out with the pH balance rinse from usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio. Radio, and it'll be shipped to your door within 24 hours. It's usewaxrx.com. Got Florida.man tweeting now. Uh, the right not to be offended is found right next to the separation of state 
church and state church clause and state. under Second Ezekiel 4.20. Okay, thank you. But thank you thing. for pointing out where. That is wrong. It's Leviticus Levi- It's always Leviticus. It's always, it's always Leviticus. Leviticus. What are it's, you doing there? I, don't I think what happened in the Constitution, um, the right to not be offended, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is on the back. Oh, and you need the special never, glasses. Yeah, it's a and the, hologram. And the lemon You, you got to put the lemon in it. And you get you a need, little bit you of need a heat. heat. Right. Mm. John Voigt taught yes. us you got to have heat yes. in order to bring it yeah. out. Nicholas right? Cage also taught us that. Yes. In the yes. documentary. Yes. Where the National ma- Treasure. See, on the back of the Declaration of Independence is a map to the treasure. Why do you think they keep it behind a glass? The hidden rights are on the back of the Constitution. The you right to not be offended. The right to your caramel reparations frappuccino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Caitlin, uh, caramel reparations frappuccino. Hashtag <laughs> new Starbucks drink. <laughs> and, and you have a right to that. Yes, you do. It's, it's yes, right to not do. be offended and to have one of those. Oh, snowflake latte. Ooh, what about the snowflakes? Best served with a, uh, uh, with a Trigley puff. Ooh. That from single serve sleeve with mojo five o. Is it served with her? <laughs> Or she serves it to you. It's best served with a Trigley puff. Oh, okay. okay. I think that's like a their little okay. new muffin. <laughs> the little egg. There's enough of her to go around. Trust me. Kami, Kami Pinko Unicorn Frozen Coffee from RJW. Mm. Ah, get you a little retweet there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Vente Virtue Signaling Frappe. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I like the bacon pickle one. that says, "Stick it to your eye." I mean, stick it in your eye. Oh, yeah, that'd probably be a good one now. Ooh, how mm-hmm. about this one? Mm-hmm. Open bathroom blend. Ooh, it's the open bathroom blend. Ah. Mm. Oh, big fail, TJ Topping. The Bernie Sanders Rose. That's actually APR. So do not take that's that right. one. That's right. That is APR, the APR actually already, offered one. for the Bernie Sanders Rose. that's still up there. You know, I have a bag of it. I do too. Do you? Yes. Came in a blue bag. Blue bag. Yeah. Yes. Nice real blue bag. Yeah. Uh, of course, American Pride Roasters, a far superior coffee company uh, proprietor. All very solid. Solid. You should support them. But if you want to offer Starbucks a name, hashtag new Starbucks drink. You do little. Oh, sorry. Eau de do eau de toilet eau latte. Eau de toilet latte. latte. I like that one. The Panhandler, that from James. Tuberculosis latte. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Scruffy nerve herder, oh my gosh. Did he do it? White mocha will now be called a mulatto. (gasps) Wow. Nice. (laughs) Mulatto. What about... Um, it's really good. The Panhandler. That's what I said. I just said that one. Oh, you said that one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Reclaiming my brine, it's salted caramel frappuccino. <laughs> Reclaiming my brine. That what? was from uh, Let's Be Frank at PA. What about a Trans Ally Mochiato? Ooh, I like that. Tyler from Misery. Uh, Deuce 5, Flat White Privilege. Ooh. Lots of good... Ooh, ooh, what is the? Uh, oh, okay, I got so many good ones coming in. Let me get a quick break and we'll come back. But while we're taking the break, make sure to get your suggestion for a hashtag new Starbucks drink. Get them in now. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh, what a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, tweets coming in with the hashtag new Starbucks drink, new Starbucks drink. DMXDM, the proprietor of American Pride Roasters, offering a little help in hand. Good, good. He knows how to make he good He does, flavors. and it's nice to see. Names, too. Well, even though you're in competition, nice to see you still being willing to help somebody mm-hmm, out. And he mm-hmm, suggested mm-hmm. hazelnut hog. Ooh. I like that. That's ooh. really good. What about, actually, see, I think he topped it off with this one because he also tweeted, same-sex marriage mocha. Ooh, that's good. Mm, who doesn't want to taste that? Mm. Or what about a... Good new double trenchino. Uh, let's see. TMB, that's my ship and my slave Leia. Tweeting hashtag new Starbucks drink. Vanilla Che Guevara. Ooh, I like that. I like too. I like that. What about the Emperor's new coffee? <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> what about a I was white thinking chocolate privilege? The, the communist Americano. Ooh, I, I was like thinking that about one. that. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I like white that chocolate one. privilege. Is that yeah, what white chocolate had? privilege? You know, uh, sprinkle with a little bit of hate, and we call it also the Rachel Dolezal. Oh, good. By the way, update. Did you see the Rachel Dolezal update? No, I didn't. There's oh, an she's accused of fraud. Oh, well, of course, she's, she's white. Fa- no, no, not. Excuse me, she identifies as black. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not the fraud. Oh, okay. Sad- sadly. <laughs> Her <laughs> pretending to be white is not the fraud. We're not questioning that yet. Yeah, no. No, we're good with that. <laughs> the fraud is she was getting money, public assistance. Oh. She was on food stamps, which is a whole other funny thing there. But she was getting food stamps, right? Too easy. No, it is. I mean, that was Too always easy. the stereotype. Yes, exactly. Not an accurate no, stereotype. No, it's not accurate. There's uh, there were traditionally more white people mm-hmm. on because there's more numbers of white people. But anyway, the stereotype was uh, the black folk, the minorities getting the food uh, assistance, the food stamps. She was getting food stamps. She, she might as well. If I'm pretending to be black, might as well go. Full I might as well out. go full stereotype, I, right? I'll get welfare, WIC, all that stuff. So she's getting them. That was based on her filings of how much she made a year, oh. and she qualified. But then she got, uh, by the way, she got thousands, 8,700 food assistance in 2015. But wow. then she received $84,000. What? $84,000, uh, I think, from her book. She had a book? Yeah, she written a book. Oh, and because okay. of this attention, <clears throat> she got $84,000, dumps it into her account, and they're like, whoa, uh, you're getting the food stamps there, and they call it fraud. Which I guess it is. It's just funny because now you're saying she's a fraud. Wow. By the way, I just got an email from Starbucks. Oh, really? What'd they say? It's an open letter to Starbucks customers from the executive chairman. Oh, we're going to have to share that in yes. a moment. We're going to have to share that. We have to that. read this before. because Make sure we get it right. Yes. We in have the to meantime, get this right. <laughs> let me tell you about Tac Pack. How many days do we got left before Tac Pack? We got to uh, be coming down to like uh, five, six days at most. TACPAC.com. T-A-C is in pack, uh, tactical. Pack is in package. TACPAC.com. Three days, two hours, this and 34 minutes. Three 80% days. of the cases, boxes, have been sold already. That was last week. 
80%. So maybe we're getting close to it here. Three days to order it now. Order it for dad today. TacPack.com. They send you a ba- uh, box every month. Yep. It's a box filled with tactical type goodies, primarily for Second Amendment supporters, but they also have some blades stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, nice. But it's all good. Forty nine ninety five a month. You could sign up for a month and quit. There's you don't have to sign up for like a year or six no. months. Cancel any time. Mm-hmm. $49.95. The value is a hundred dollars to hundred and fifty just about every month. Yeah. But occasionally, like this month, two hundred and five dollar value. Yep. Three days left to sign up. July's gonna be good too, so get in now. You can even resell the stuff. Wait, what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I didn't hear you either. Neither did I. Okay. Tackpack.com. Tackpack.com. They have other stuff there too. They grab do. bags. They got that grab are bags. Different. Yes. They do. I saw somebody tweet out over the weekend. Yep. Oh my gosh, I got a grab bag. It's so worth it too. It is. So it I is. haven't even gotten to the grab bags yet. Just go to tackpack.com and sign up today. There was a, um, <clears throat> a really a sad tweet over the weekend from Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning, the Maryland Senate candidate, formerly Bradley Manning, tweeted a suicide note and picture. Essentially a suicide note. First tweet was, I'm sorry. I tried. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm not really cut out for this world. I tried adapting to this world out here, but I failed you. I couldn't do this anymore. I can take pride. I don't know hating me but not my own friends. I can, I'm sorry, I could take people I don't know hating me, but not my own friends. I tried, and I'm sorry about my failure. <clears throat> then tweeted a picture of her standing outside a ledge on a tall building. Taken, like, Point from, of view. Yeah, point of view. There yeah. it is, looking down at her feet and down at the ground. A while later, as everybody was very concerned, understandably, she was getting ready to kill herself. Yeah. Um, Her account tweeted out, Chelsea is safe. She's on the phone with friends. Thanks, everyone, for your concern, and please give her some space. I feel horrible. Of course. As much as I think Chelsea has been wrong about all kinds of issues and, well, just wrong in a lot of issues, I don't. I don't want to see her kill herself. Suicide is never the answer. No, I don't. I don't want to see her kill herself. I don't want to see her suffer. No, I, I. I hate the fact that she would be so miserable that that thought would even cr- cross her mind. I don't want anybody to feel bad. Yeah. That's not what we're doing here. That's not what anybody in society. And she shouldn't be mocked for it. No, she shouldn't. <clears throat> she should be helped. Chelsea Manning clearly has some serious problems i've said this for a while i think transgender people it must be horrible to feel as they all say the same thing i've just known since i was a child that i was this other gender whatever i don't question that they feel that way what i question is if you're actually changing the right part of you it seems odd that we would always say well we just change our body and not change our mind that's out of whack. Chelsea clearly did this as a cry for help, whether she knows it or not. Chelsea needs help, and hopefully she'll get it. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I get tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. I really feel awful for, for Chelsea Manning. And this is unfortunately Chelsea doesn't even likely understand what's going on. I'm not for a second suggesting that everybody that has libertarian or excuse me, liberal ideas and values or even outright progressive ones are mentally disturbed. However, it is based on emotion and reaction and usually over-emotion and hand-wringing. It is people who are incapable many times of dealing with the emotional aspect of something, something bad in the world. Oh, we've got to do something. We all feel that way about something. We all drive down the road and say, that just should not happen. An injustice, a person who's suffering, uh, failures of society to make sure everybody is taken care of, the fact that we're all not living as Christ-directed. But when you say, I've got to do something, there are unintended consequences. There are so many opportunities for bad and worse. The, the path that they set us down or put us on when they take up these uber progressive and liberal causes like Chelsea Manning, and if you read her platform, which we did a few weeks ago on the air, bring about so much more pain and suffering just by virtue of the fact that they do not support the core values of America. The thing we talked about or things we talked about at the top of the show, we talked about what does it mean to be an American? Often, many times in America with self-governance and a stress on personal freedom, self-determination, many times bad things happen. There are many times I don't like what's happening. Somebody suffers. Something less than desirable happens. But the greatest good is protecting the freedoms. It's standing next to the person who is saying and doing things that you hate and having to support them because you know the bigger failure would be their inability to express themselves. Because if you, they don't have the ability to express themselves, you don't have the ability to. And that's what Chelsea misses and others like her, him, her. That I don't hate you. I don't at all. I'll tease you. I'll joke. There's things I don't understand. I didn't I invite on the program. Let's talk. We could find common ground. But you're hand-wringing. Your brings with it, unless you're careful, all kinds of bad. And in this case, I think it's become pretty obvious. Chelsea is an emotional person, an over-emotional person who is incapable at times of processing all of the pain and bad that the world offers, unable to put it into perspective that, yeah, there's tons of bad in the world, tons of bad, 
amazingly evil and bad stories we get from time to time. But there's also a lot of good. A law, also a lot of good people, opportunities. That's the reason we focus on those at times. Look at the amazing opportunities that America brings. Where else can you do the things that you do in America still, as much as it's been under attack? Where can you form a company and, and you know cast your net upon the water and see what it brings in and become rich? Where else can you do these things? There's a handful of countries. Where else can you challenge the government and say what you want? Did you see the reporter over the weekend in England? What's his name? Tommy Robinson? Is that right? Yeah, actually, he's a friend of mine. Tommy, we had him on the show twice already, uh, beginning of last year. And I've been trying to get a hold of him, of course. But obviously he can. He's in jail. He's in jail. This is a guy who simply reported on on a pedophile. And because he was not licensed, he didn't do it the proper yep. way in the UK, he was arrested. And has he already been sentenced? No, 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 no. But I know he was arrested. Um, and I thought he, does he face like a year and a half in jail or I something? I think so, I remember yeah. seeing like a year and a half. Yeah. Think about that. That's the UK. That's one of the freer countries in the world. In some ways, they're a little freer than us. Yeah. But just by reporting the wrong way, that would be Chris and I reporting, even if it wasn't slander Mm-mm. or liable, mm-hmm. and we reported on it, just told you about it, getting arrested. There's still good and a lot of good and even more potential in America. But if we keep hand-wringing and saying, look, about, look at all of these people who believe they're marginalized, even when they're not. We're never going to realize that, and we're not going to be in a position to actually make things better for those marginalized people. People that are suffering, whether it's because of poverty, because of uh, biases, whatever it is, we're in the best position to help them, to make things better, when we focus on those personal freedoms and defend them first for without those personal freedoms we would not be able to help people think about that you would not be able to give food to somebody that is poor in other countries because the government doesn't want you to do you know that's a violation it was a violation in north korea to share you want to help people You help them by first and foremost starting with personal freedoms and self-determination. By the way, correction, he was sentenced to 13 months for breaking contempt of court laws. So it was more contempt of court. Did the court tell him not to do this or stop reporting or something? Uh, He was in prison after being reported for the first time. uh, He was uh, outside the court. So I guess he was not supposed to do that? Oh, report outside yeah. the court. So it was contempt yeah. of court. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, that could actually happen in I, America too yeah, if you're whatever. I get it. And I get it if there's a law, work to change the mm-hmm. law. But uh, wow, that's still yeah. unfortunate. Is When I saw that, I was like, oh, let me try. Call. No. Voicemail. He's in jail. That's what I'm it like, is. Oh. Uh, keep trying. Maybe uh, sometimes yeah. you get phone calls and he can call in. It's in yeah. you know afternoon over there. So. 
We'll uh, get the details. Maybe there's more to it that he has, and we yeah. Don't again, the by the way, the videos are all online, and and they're. Oh, I saw the videos, and I'm like, I don't get it. Maybe it's because it I don't was know courthouse. their laws. He, he he was trespassing basically, Probably, yeah. and the court told him not to, so they considered it um, contempt of court because he was not there. Um, but interesting, they still took it so seriously. Yeah, you still have to question priorities. Mm-hmm. You know. Who knows? Genesis 950 is a fantastic cleaner that you should order today. Genesis950.com is the website. Just go to Genesis950.com and get the concentrated gallon. And it works on everything. That's the nice thing about it. You're not buying all the different ga- uh, the cleaners out there, which are pretty powerfully expensive. Yeah. Last week, we had people complaining, some of your products are all too expensive, whatever. And I was like, lip balm, really? Genesis 950, yeah, it's forty nine ninety per gallon. We love Holy you. moly. 50 bucks a gallon. Holy Whoa. moly. Uh, go ahead and price that Formula 409 and Windex and mm. Fantastic and all these other cleaners out there. And by the way, they don't work as good as this. They're not universal. They no. don't work as good as this. Those are uh, more chemically based. They're not good for your family or pets. Meanwhile, Genesis 950 is natural. It's uh, green. I don't care about Me that neither. for the environment's but sake. If you but if do. I don't want my kids around it mm-hmm. unnecessarily. If I can do just as good a job without it, mm-hmm. why bother? And that's what they bring to the table. So the price is really, when you break it down, comparable or better than all those other cleaners. I'm going to go to the store today and add that up because you're not getting you know a half gallon in those no. little squeeze bottles that cost you four to uh, ten bucks mm-hmm. right it's like 6.95 for the yep. that cleaner i'm gonna go and price it out and see today you should genesis 950.com order it today you're going to love it it works particularly well on carpeting especially when you have pets it uh it can work even in the carpet cleaning machine so you don't have to buy that uh, stuff which is like 20 bucks for uh, like a, a pint of the stuff when you buy the carpet cleaner, oh, yes. that's going to be far more expensive oh, than this yes. stuff. Of course. Crazy expensive. They have to make their money somehow. Genesis950.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Blaze because you'll get a discount and also the uh, spray bottle. It's promo code Blaze at Genesis950.com. I got a couple of tweets, Doug, and I want to get your thoughts on All right. it. Uh, Dynamite saying, I'm sure Bradley Manning knew the increased suicide rate before the surgery. He made the choice. Now he can live with it or not. You are right. Okay. And and Chelsea is going to live or not with the choice. That's not what I mean. Do not misunderstand. If I uh, misled you, that's on me. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that. Of course he knows. He made the choice. He He's made the choice not to get um, additional help or the proper help or whatever. Clearly, Chelsea Manning needs help. Mm-hmm. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying as human beings, we should at least have the sympathy to understand uh to support our fellow man and not want to see bad things happen. Okay. I'm not saying you have to lose sleep, you have to cry, you mm-hmm. have to whatever. I'm just saying, you know, maybe some basic sympathy for your fellow human being that is not doing well today. What about this one? Uh, the Cena Avenger tweeting out what I learned today. Uh, suicide is never the answer. I have two words for you. Hillary Clinton. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Did that Hillary- means. Hillary... Is he, you want Hillary to commit suicide? Is that it's still not the answer, even for Hillary Clinton? By the way, I would say sometimes it may be the answer if you're suffering. That's up to oh, you to okay. decide. Okay. Uh, Florida, that meant we not want to learn today. You know, there's a tr- uh, there's a treatment uh, Bradley Manning should look into. Is called being hung for treason. Cures all ills. Yeah, and the people are going to feel that way too. That you, uh, Chelsea deserves to be punished for 
you know, mm-hmm. for treason. So maybe they think, oh, this would just be justified or something like that. <clears throat> I mean, uh, the, the, the legal process, she went through the legal process, sentenced to jail. Uh, President Obama commuted her sentence. Oh, well. I mean, I don't like it. I'm just saying it happened legally. Much as we say everything else, you may not like it, but at least it was legal. So Back to the uh, new Starbucks drinks. Uh, no Jacko chips uh, saying triple transition and Frappuccino Morca Latte. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good DMXDM with another one. All Sharpton's Race Bait Blend. Race Bait Blend. That's yummy right there. Um, bacon, piddle twi- uh, bacon Pickle Twinning Out on Toilet Water Grande. Mm-hmm. Hagen de Lime Light. Hagen de Limelight? Hagen de Limelight. Sounds like a beer. Doesn't sound like a coffee. Hogging the limelight. Oh. Hogging the limelight. Oh, that's delight, pretty like, good. Delight. That's, God, that's actually pretty good. wonderful. That's pretty good. Uh, Common Core Apple. Yes, I know. Sometimes they're lost on our uh, ignorance, <laughs> our stupidity. Plus, again, I'm not IQ. thinking that way. That's right. <laughs> My mindset is not set to whatever you tweeted. Uh, yeah. Roasted reparations. Roasted reparations. Love it, love it, love it. Reeducation latte. Reeducation latte. That those are available today at two fifteen. They're handing those out to the employees. <laughs> Just drink, shh, 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 shh. drink it, drink it, shh, 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 shh. drink. Literally, drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> you think they'll give a lot of forget me nows? Do they offer refreshments? <gasps> they have to because it's they have to. No, I mean seriously. You go into listen. If you and I go into a meeting, mm-hmm. well, first of all, you're at the office. Yeah, they have coffee. Yeah, what do they hand out there? Most offices have coffee. Do they give you free coffee? A lot of restaurants hand out a free employee meal. Yes, they do. Do they get a free employee meal? Uh, or is that they, considered like a meal? Like, uh, what's that thing called? But I mean, so do you get a free, you get one drink of your choice during your shift. I mean, think about it. Yeah. You're serving coffee drinks. You want people to go faster? Offer them some free coffee. Yep. Right? Yep. And if you aren't. And by the way, I've been in Starbucks. You need to offer them some free coffee. (laughs) Get it going a little bit there. Uh, Do you get that? So you've shut it down. Okay. Does everybody get like coffee during the meeting or during the meeting? And if so, who's making the coffee? Are they making the coffee or are they going to bring people to make the coffee? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. That's amazing. Do managers make the coffee? Maybe managers. All right. You're all going to sit down here and listen to this re-education lecture. Except Steve, get back behind the counter and start (laughs) slinging some frap. (laughs) Slinging some frap. (laughs) Which just made me think of another name. Crap fraps. (laughs) Crappuccinos. Uh, what about uh, Robert De Niro flaked latte? Flake? Flaked. You know, because flaked. Mm-hmm. Flaked? Flaked. Oh, like he's flaky? Yeah. He was all flaky over the weekend He was. As well. Did you see all that stuff? Crazy, crazy. There's crazy. a new drink called a cappuccino, and you won't believe what it costs. <laughs> That's for our Arrested <laughs> Development fans there. By the way, thank you for saying that. You know what today is, right? Does it get dropped today? It just got dropped Ooh. last night at midnight. Oh, Back I don't Thompson. have that type of time today. Back Thompson. Do we know uh, how many episodes of the new yes, season? Yes, uh, I'll give you two. Because a lot of uh, you know series, especially the dramas, only do like 8, 10, 12 a season now. Back in the day, you know, a season was like 26 or 22, whatever. actually. No, oh. no, 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 I'm sorry. Not saying, I'm not saying, but back in the day was 22. 22 minimum. 22 yeah. minimum. Yeah. Let me see. What are you hoping for, Doc? Oh, I'm hoping a lot of them. I'm hoping a lot of them. You're hoping for if a lot good. of them. Let me see. Episodes, season five. 
is going to and be... We're talking Arrested Development's new season. Ooh, How many? Eight. Only eight? That's like... In a half hour. 33 minutes. That's like a, that's like an appetizer. By the way, I'm looking at the little shots. This, yeah. They're not playing it. Look at the... Just, just the shots. <laughs> awesome. The banana's back. There's always money in the banana. Said, oh, he's dressed as the banana. Yes. <clears throat> gonna so. find my baby. Gonna hold her tight. Afternoon. Oh, this is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I got that Starbucks letter for you, by the way. Uh, I'll tweet out a copy of it. This afternoon, Starbucks will close. uh, By the way, this is addressed to an open letter to Starbucks customers from executive chairman Howard Schultz. This afternoon, Starbucks will close more than 8,000 stores and begin a new chapter in our history. What? (laughs) But you're really overselling this thing. (laughs) A new chapter? In 1983, I took my first trip to Italy. As I walked the streets of Milan, I saw cafes and espresso bars on every street. When I ventured inside, I experienced something powerful, a sense of community and human connection. I returned home, determined to create a similar experience in America, a new third place between home and work, which he has done with that. It's really good. It's a good concept, Mm -hmm. the third place concept. He said, and build a different kind of company. I wanted our stores to be comfortable, safe spaces where everyone had the opportunity to enjoy a coffee, sit, read, write, host a meeting, date, debate, discuss, or just relax. Today, 100 million customers enter Starbucks stores each week. In an ever-changing society, we still aspire to be a place where everyone feels welcome. Mm. Not is welcome, feels feels welcome. Sometimes, however, we fall short, disappointing ourselves and all of you. Recently, a Starbucks manager in Philadelphia called the police a few minutes after two black men... Mm. I don't know why I had to put black, arrived at a store and sat waiting for a friend. They had not yet purchased anything when the police were called. After police arrived, they arrested the two men. The situation was reprehensible and does not represent our company's mission and enduring values. After investigating what happened, we determined that insufficient support, that insufficient uh, support, uh, it's cut off, training and training, a company policy that defined customers as paying patrons versus anyone who enters a store and bias led to the decision to call police. What? They determined bias? Oh my gosh. Your company, deter- how do you determine that? You know what's in somebody's heart? You can't. Our CEO, Kevin Johnson, met with the two men to express our deepest apologies, reconcile and commit to an ongoing actions Uh, To reaffirm our guiding principles, the incident is prompted to reflect more deeply on all forms of bias, the role role of our stores and communities and responsibilities to ensure that nothing like this happens again at Starbucks. Let me go on here. What we're doing, more than 175 Starbucks patrons, that's what we call our employees, will be sharing life experiences, hearing from others, listening to experts. Oh, my gosh. This is a hand-wringing, oh, sappy, no. No oh, my gosh. confidential. Oh, my gosh. That is going to be good. Oh. Thank God it's going to be confidential because I'll have good audio of it tomorrow. <sighs> Social media. T- oh, yes. Reddit will have all of it by probably 3.15 today. Yes, 3.15. We'll have the full transcripts. Is that 3.15 local t- or 2.15 local time? Locals on each all, store. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good. Wow. If uh, you want to support a good company, company that uh, really is doing good things and also offers an amazing product, try RidUZone. Mm. If you're trying to make that commitment in your life to be healthier, to lose some weight, try RidUZone. 
it's going to help you get over that hump, that initial phase of trying to lose weight, and then help you keep it off with something called OEA, something that uh, is found in the body. It's in the Mediterranean diet. And some scientists said, wait a minute, this stuff helps people feel fuller and boost their metabolism naturally. Maybe we could do a condensed version of this, kind of a concentrated version and help people lose weight. So the scientists worked on the, the formula, worked on the tech, got it all right, but couldn't bring it to the market. And that's when the folks at Riduzone said, we see an entrepreneurial opportunity here to bring this product to market. And it's here. It's out. It's only been out a short while. And they are seeing amazing results. Just go to Riduzone.com. Riduzone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It makes you feel fuller and boosts your metabolism, helping you lose weight. Imagine just a couple of months from now. Being 10, 20, 30, 50 pounds lighter. And all you had to do was purchase Riduzone. That's it. All you, uh, and take the Riduzone. There it is. Chris Cruz. Use the Riduzone. That's it. I'll be using it so I can fit on my dress. I mean, on my suit. Sorry. On my suit. I'm not so sure you're... I think you got it right the first time. Riduzone.com. Promo code DOC to get a discount off your uh, purchase. It's Riduzone.com. <laughs> Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning place. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned my wife, the new American citizen, is now on the hook for about $65,000 of debt. <laughs> and by that, I mean I, Doc Thompson, will be paying on that. the hook for an additional $65,000 of debt. We learned during, uh, even during a proposal, Chris just has to be a triggering dude. Yes! And finally, we learned that apparently Donald Trump is responsible for all of Obama's failures. Oh, and more. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Hey, how can you make a proposal bad? Here, hold my beer. <laughs> what did the listeners learn today? You got a conservative Jan White Turner. If I were down near this dying, I will have brought my squirt gun and treated them like a misbehaved pet. Hey, oh hey. yeah! Oh, get get off the floor! Yep. Get off the floor! Damn, next the two now. What I learned today? You know who's not shutting down for racial sensitivity? Who's that? APR Coffee. Oh, at APR at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Wait, we're really running late yeah. on this. Six Semper Tyrannus. It's your first time back. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever yeah, you are, are. Anya, now you go. You get a bit tomorrow. You get, get the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Get get coffee. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.